Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. days into a new year, Sean, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Okay, Sean just muted himself for whatever reason. Um, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, um, we did lose a another member of the fraternity uh, this past week. Alexis Smirnoff passed away. Um, And so uh, he had wrestled for almost all the promotions in the in the country. Um, I had thought he had done some uh, work with the AWA, and in fact, I was indeed correct about that. Um, so now it's a it's a it's a sad thing. We're losing a lot of our people, and it's really really you know, it's a it's a sad it's a sad situation. Um, all right, guys. There. All right, all right. Hold on, let me turn this uh, stuff down. Okay. There we go. Okay. Sorry. All right. Um, and now we got another one in, Katie, that you need to check up. So. All right. No um, you go ahead. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. Okay. Check the messages. Check that. Okay, you saw the message I sent. Okay, good. All right. I'm running. I'm running. Hold on, person in, in, in the green room, Mr. and Mrs. 309. Yep. Um, so we will we will start uh, shortly. Just, um, just a, a heads up, as we have uh, um, noted in the uh, description for tonight's program, uh, there will probably be some very graphic details of some actions that we do not support and we are not very happy to have to report about. But we feel it is our duty as um, those who want to uphold the integrity of our industry to expose these people and these situations. So Mm -hmm. that is why we are doing what we are doing tonight. 
So, um, Sean, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, take it from there, okay? Oh, Jonathan. Sean? I you, darling. Oh, he dropped. Crap. And he lost, and oh. we lost him again. He'll come All back. All right, well... I'll tell you what. I'm. I'll tell you what. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do, waste any more time here. Um, the right, the uh, person we're about to uh, bring on is uh, the person whose latest uh, complaints are the ones that started this ball rolling that uh, led to this uh, program being changed from its normal format tonight to talk about this situation. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at this time. Uh, we'd like to introduce independent uh, wrestling talent, Jesse Blue. Hi, how you doing? Hey, sweetheart. Thanks well, for coming out. We're, yeah, yeah, we really appreciate this under the circumstances. I I appreciate you guys uh, uh, taking an interest in doing this. Um, when when I was assaulted in October, I handled it, and I thought that it was over, and that was fine. However, when I found out that another young lady was assaulted um, on the 29th, um, I, it, it wasn't okay with me, um, and I, that's why I, I called into action and, and put the ball in motion. And then mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff came out of the woodwork from there. As uh, The original post has been shared over 250 times. Uh, the one on my page has over 750 comments on it, some of which have screenshots of some very vulgar and inappropriate things. I have been contacted from multiple, every state in the country and multiple countries. Um, it, it's, it's a huge story, and, um, you know, like, it's not a personal attack against this person. It is an attack against professionality and, and, and being unprofessional, running an unsafe show, um, not taking care of your performers, um, not caring whether or not your performers are safe. I dress in locker rooms all the time, and um, never do I feel like I am going to be sexually harassed, and I'm female, of course. And I so to be in a locker room and to be sexually harassed in Mount Pulaski, Illinois, for a shit show. Excuse my language, and I I, I realize that already this already is normally I normally swear. okay I know that normally I try to stay PC, but this Mm-mm. this was just a bad situation, and um, I don't know. Do you guys want me to just start at the beginning and explain? Everything is that. Well, that's absolutely, if that absolutely. is what you are comfortable. And, with, uh, hold on right, a second. If that right. is what you are comfortable with doing, then go right ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, I I don't. I'm not normally a shot caller, so I I I'm a team player. So I just want to make sure we're good. Um, oh yeah. I started no, we, in, we in have August. We've been against Rex Hill for a long time, so you're right yeah, in our ballpark here. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I wasn't originally against Rex Gill, but there's a special place in hell, and I hope he fucking rots there, and that's that's where I'm at now. Um, I started in August as his ring announcer. I live in Kansas City. 
I drove to Illinois. Uh, it was a great show. I actually met my partner, whom I am now managing, and we are now Controversial Mayhem. We are traveling all over the country. But I met my partner that night, and it was a great show. No problem. Mm. Well, okay, so almost great show in the fact that none of his workers were trained. His yeah. ring is a piece of shit. He couldn't yeah. draw a crowd to save his soul. And when it came time for me to get an envelope to get paid, it was empty, um, which is really a yeah. shitty thing to do to people, especially after I had driven um, from Kansas City, picked up, I have a minivan, and I had picked up workers from all across on the way and made his show run. And so to be disrespected, oh. I was like, that's unacceptable. However, I was like, I'm I'm all about the show. Let's go forward. October. Other, um, a couple other performers show up. Um, we get there. I dress very provocative. Uh, Cato and I have a very sexually charged gimmick. Um, very dominance back and forth. So when somebody comes at me with some sort of sexual comment or unwanted sexual attention, I kind of am almost prepared for it because for God's sakes, I'm in a corset um, and everything. My The words that come out of my mouth, the things that we say, it's very, I mean, we are very suited for after dark shows, but we do PG, we do shoulders, it was not a big deal. We were we were in the back room, um, okay, and to, to kind of give a little bit of a back a backup, the locker room is in the back, there's a long dark hallway, and then the uh, then you go out to the ring. Um, so um, Rex had offered all of us to stay at his home so we didn't have to pay for a hotel which I thought was very kind, and I, I, was, I was like, okay, it's generous. Well, one of the other new kids who goes by Country Boy Zach, and yes, I'm going to out him. I have not done that before, but Country Boy Zach comes up to me, wraps his arms around me, grabs my ass, picks me up, and goes, you're fucking me tonight, sweetheart don't worry about anybody else and starts carrying me off down the hallway. However, oh he's a funny little fuck and dropped me. And then when he dropped me, he slammed me into a wall. Slamming me into a wall, I thought, okay, I, it's a back injury, no big deal. I was very sore. I took medication. I took a hot shower. Um, Cato and I had a show in Milwaukee the next day, so when we left, you know, and, and I was on my way out, actually, because I was still ring announcing at that point in time. So I was on my way out to ring announce. I came back, and little cocky little boy was sitting on the table. I literally I literally choke slammed him into a table, and I said, if you ever fucking put your hands on me again, I will dismember you limb by limb. I will fucking kill you. And, Damn. of course, at that point in time, Cato was like, what the hell? What, what did I miss? And Cato didn't see any of this because... Cato was having to explain to all of these greenhorn workers who are greener than goose shit, 
what was going on. Rex literally had this match in which there were kids who had never wrestled before, and he was like, hey, you want to wrestle? Jump in. They weren't even workers. They were, I think, people. He is a professional. He does everything from death matches and so on to traditional. He he is a consummate professional, and he is always the first one to take the green kids and say, hey, look, let me help you with your gimmick. Let me help you out. So he was actually working with some of the kids and dealing with some of the stuff. He literally, this one kid, literally had no idea what he was doing. He was in, like, cut-off shorts and, like, tennis shoes, which, great, if you're John Cena, fantastic. It works for him. It doesn't work for anybody else, and it really didn't work for John Cena, but I'm not going to bash Cena. That's a whole other ballgame. Um, <laughs> Kana goes, I'm going to do you a favor, sweetheart. I'm going to show you how to take a small bump, and then I'm going to put you over the top rope, and I'm going to get you out of this elimination before you get hurt. And so he had explained that to them. So while Cato is back there basically trying to teach these people who are not being trained because, I'm sorry, I'm going to be rude, a fat-ass Rex Bill who couldn't get booked anywhere else got a ring and decided he'd become a promoter because nobody wants to book him because he can't wrestle to save his soul. Um, Just turned... Just turned all these kids loose. Mm -hmm. Just turned all these kids loose. So all this is going on. Um, So, of course, Kato is like, why is she losing her mind? Why is she choking out kids? Because that's not my nature. You know, I don't normally go around doing that sort of stuff. Um, When he found out about it, he lost his mind, and and he had a come-to-Jesus meeting with that little kid. Mm. And... And it's not acceptable, but I, I'm like, I took it off as, you know, new kid, no supervision, no big deal. I explained it to Rex, um, and after the match that, okay, so we had to go to Milwaukee for a match. Cato lives in Milwaukee. Uh, myself, another, the uh, a wrestler by the name of the Southerner, and I and Cato were in the um, living room of Cato's living room, and we were, we were telling we we all decided to tell Rex, look, um, we're not being paid correctly. You have unsafe stuff going on. Your ring is going to fall apart at any moment. Like, I, I literally need to take a bump in that ring. It's absolutely, like, I, I got to wear his ring announcer. I wouldn't even climb into the ring because I was that afraid that the ring would fall apart. Okay, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, it's very scary. That's, that's- and mm-hmm. we said, look, you, you've shorted us money. But we were professional about it. We didn't okay. we didn't attack him and say, you know, you're a fat ass. We don't like you. Nothing like that. You hear me we now? took it on a business level. Yes, just Sean. I can hear you. Okay. There. We took, right, we took it. There. Okay. So the minute we had this conversation with him, he found Cato's wife on Facebook and sent her messages saying, you realize that Jess and Cato are sleeping together and he started all of this drama for Cato on the home. Well, first of all, it, 
everybody knows in wrestling what happens on the road stays on the road. But whether we're sleeping together or not, we came to him with business ethics, and he took it to a personal level because he is a slimy son of a bitch. Um, on top of that, we stayed in a house full of other wrestlers. So really, yeah, like, what? You know, it was just, it was unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Let it go. We moved forward. However, when I found out, when I found out um, this other wrestler, he is a sweetheart. He brought his girlfriend, who is now his manager, to the show in Muncie, Indiana. Now, I have to say that it went from just Illinois to now he is running shows in Indiana because he was working with a gentleman named Hercules Sir Alan Reed who runs PCWA. That man is a stand-up okay. man. He is a good guy. And I gave him the information. He may or may not call in tonight. But Rex pushed him out of the way and literally took over all of his shows and basically shit on Alan Reed. Um, these, this, this, this kid that brought his young manager, her gimmick is not sexual. She is a very sweet young lady. Her name is Alex. She is what she will call in tonight. She is a very sweet, nice young girl, young. And when I found out that she was sexually assaulted in the locker room, I lost my shit because that's unacceptable. I walk around, I walk around in a corset, I walk around with cleavage. Okay, if I get sexually assaulted or sexually flirted with, that's one thing. That's not her gimmick. She's covered from head to toe. I mean, even with face paint. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not acceptable. Um, then as I'm talking, because I'm still good friends with a lot of the workers at HHCW, because I absolutely love those kids. They're great kids. And so we were in a group chat and talking about this, and one of the workers goes, oh, well, he sent my 16-year-old sister message asking if she was single because he constantly asks every female he knows if they are single and if they want to have a threesome with him and his fiance. Jesse, you know what? If if you don't mind my interrupting, speaking of... We have the brother of that uh, 16-year-old on with us uh, right now, Dante Grayson. Dante, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you wouldn't mind uh, you know, giving giving in a little bit uh, to uh, what Jesse is talking about here, maybe you guys can kind of uh, swap back and forth. Uh, we would definitely appreciate it. Hey, Dante, much love, brother. I absolutely can't. Uh, first off, Jess, I love you. Um, <laughs> I knew about this. This has happened about a year ago. So she's still 17. And she didn't want to say nothing or come up front to anybody because she didn't want to like ruin her brother's like wrestling career. And my, the funny thing is, is what makes me upset is he said he was hacked, but kayfabe broken. My real name is Mikey. And in the screenshot, you can clearly see him say my name. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's really bad. It's just gross. It, let me let me help let me help a little bit, sweetheart, because um, he's he, 
God love him. I, Dante is such a great guy, but he's he's a little on the shy side sometimes. So a little bit. the sister, the sister, okay. absolutely did not want to ruin her brother's career or anything like that. Now, in all fairness, I understand that Rex and his girlfriend want to have threesomes. That's fine. I don't care. That's I'm. It's not my place to judge. However. When somebody introduces you as their little sister, there is a long-term thing. A woman that comes to the ring with a worker is off limits. You do not talk to them, whether they're their sister, the mother, the whatever. You don't, unless you talk to that worker first. But she was introduced as his little sister. This young lady, now I understand in the world we live in, sometimes you look at people and people, you know, 16-year-old girls look like they're in their 20s. No offense, Dante, but mm-hmm. your little sister looks 12. Yeah. She looks like a 12-year-old little girl. I, I don't mean I'm. she's the sweetest. I love her to death. But she does not look like a grown woman, and she does not look like somebody who should be approached as a sexual partner. You know, or nope. at least not by a almost 40-year-old man. Now, if she's approached by somebody her own age group, that's none of my business. I'm a mom. I don't want to know, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but, but a 40-year-old man, not acceptable. And, and, and you don't go – that's not absolutely – Katie screams. Okay, just going, going after your worker's family is not acceptable. Well, you have talked, and I have let Dante talk, and now I'm going to take over. This is Sean. Um, oh, and they dropped. 217. Uh, I wonder if that's Mr. Rex Gill. It absolutely is Rex Gill. I told him to call in. Oh, boy. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Rex. Call back in. I ain't giving you my well, and um. They they also keep saying that he was hacked by Joey Grunge. I gave Joey Grunge the number. Um, I have had several conversations with Joey Grunge because we are we are a working team and uh, we are booking all over the country. Hey, and never once yeah. has a yes. Um, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna tell you right now. The uh, when the screenshots were made, I didn't know who Joey Grunge was at all at the time. I didn't start training with him until like three months after. Wow. It's it's oh, wow. just ridiculous. And and that's the thing is when they said that Joey Grunge had hacked him, if you go to my page and on, on my Facebook, on the seven hundred and fifty comments, the women the multiple women that have screenshots of Rex coming after them asking are they single and it's spelled wrong which has been the humorous topic amongst all of us but um, it's yeah, the same it's, it's, it's from multiple accounts it's, it's from multiple accounts and multiple women and the only one that he's saying that he was hacked was Joey Grunge uh, or, the, or was the 16 year old well no actually He's been he's been trolling, looking for people, and that's fine. Like I said, I'm not judging. I am not I am not morally pure, so I am not judging. If you want to have a threesome, that's your own gig. I I, but make sure the person's over 18 and have some sort of like discrepancy. Yes. But his um, girlfriend was also doing it too, so. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, yeah. and then when I wrote the story, she called me a home-wrecking little whore and all kinds of stuff. <gasps> and she said that I was just jealous that nobody oh wanted God. to book my nasty ass anyways. Well, for her, oh. for her... For her uh, knowledge, I we already have 50 bookings this year, and it's the first week of December. So, or, sorry, first week of January. I don't even know what week. Good Lord, I'm so overworked. I don't even know what week it is. But the first week of okay. January, and we already have 50 bookings. So for somebody who doesn't want to book my nasty ass, all right, cupcake. <laughs> Yo. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Contact with Mr. Rex Gill was when he was still running Springfield, Illinois. And this was when he was part of another company called Redneck Wrestling Organization. And uh, he wanted me to come in and be his announcer. And I said, okay, what's the payday? $10. No fucking way, Rex. <laughs> Wait, you got paid? No, I didn't get paid. Are you kidding me? I didn't get Rex Gill's company for ten dollars. I've never been paid. I've worked for Rex for like eighteen months and not once saw a fucking dime. Oh uh, shit! I wouldn't be there. Oh my god! I wouldn't no, be there. No, John, what you're saying is he turned down. He turned down the gig. Yeah. Oh no, no. I don't, I don't care group. what you're. Te- I don't. I don't care what you're teaching me. I don't care what knowledge I am gleaning. I don't care. I, I don't care. You're not going to pay me for 18 months? After the second time you don't pay me, I'm sorry. There's work. There is, a, uh, there is a couple oh. that comes from Indiana somewhere, and I love mm-hmm. them to death. I, I, believe, I believe Nightmare, I believe is what he goes by. And yep. they drive to be a part of Rex's show, and Rex gives them the leftover concessions. That's what his payment to them is. Oh, oh my God. Mm-mm. All right. Well, this is gonna take. This is this is gonna. I need everybody to be quiet and not interrupt me. Oh. All right. This is this is what it's gonna come to now. I have been promoting since 2007 on a professional level. Promoting backyard before that when I was a teen. I run my backyard company a lot differently than my 
professional company, but some of the st- still values still hold the same. I could get more people to show up for my backyard show that was free than what Rex can get as paying customers. <laughs> That's the truth. That's fact Absolutely. number one. Fact number two, you do not run a wrestling show unless you have the money in full. Steve, what does the money in full mean? That means every bill is paid before you open the doors. Amen. You don't run off the gates. Never, ever, ever run off the gates. Steve will tell you, we have run shows together. He is my business partner. I have run several shows where I have had to take money out of my own pocket to pay the boys. If that's what's got to be done, that's what's got to be done. The boys came. They worked. They deserve to be paid. That's all there is to it. Uh, Rex's defense defense of getting hacked. He has four fucking Facebook accounts. I found them all. Six? I only found four. He must have created two more today. Oh, my God, six. Or he deleted two. I'm not sure. Or he deleted two because he had six at one point in time. Every time an allegation comes up about him, he says he's hacked and then makes a new Facebook. But the dumbass keeps trying to add everybody he just fucking dropped. Uh, Not too freaking brilliant, is he? No, he still tried to add me back after he blocked me and then deleted his account. (laughs) What a knob. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh tell everybody God. what the, 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 the final straw was for me. Rex came to me and says, I need you to book. I said, Rex, the only way I'm coming to book for you is if you give me a budget and you can promise me, not just promise me, but can lay out everybody's paydays for me when I get there. If you can't do mm-hmm. that, I'm not working with you. Well, then he started to talk to Southerner, and then he started to talk to uh, – a couple other people by the name of Beast and a few others who don't care for me, and I don't care for oh, them. Um, I don't care for Mr. Dolquist because he ran the opposition that I ran with a friend of mine in the Quad Cities um, and tried to put me out of business. Matter of fact, Mr. Dolquist's way of getting back at me while I was with this company was going to all of my workers that were working for me in this company at this time and telling them of my HIV status. To which I almost damn near had him arrested. If he would have lived in Illinois and not Iowa, he would have been arrested in Illinois on a misdemeanor charge. Because I don't fuck around when it comes to that shit. My private right. life is my private life. Exactly. Same way anybody else's is. So that, that's strike number one. He had Mr. Dolquest booking for him. He brought Beast in to help book. And then, to top it all off, we have Mr. I don't know if you met him, Jess, or you met him, uh, Darren or Dante, Mr. Timothy Gibbons booking for him as well. Right. Yeah. We know, we know, yeah. we know him. All three of yeah. them. All three of them were booking for this company with Rex. Nobody could make it do any better than what it was doing. The only man that could help Rex and Rex spat in his face was Joey Grunch. Right. Because when Joey was running with Rex, Rex was making money. Bills were being paid. Talent was being brought in. They were drawing. When Rex took back that venue from Joey Grunge, it all went south. 
And for more details, we're going to go to my colleague now, our special reporter, Crime Fighter. All right, our call. Come on, Crammy. What do you got for me? Oh, Crime Fighter. Oh, Crammy, Crammy, Grover, Crammy. Crammy, wake up. Crammy! Message him. I well, am. I'll tell you what. Until he gets back in, Jesse, Dante, go ahead and continue with your story because that's why that's why we've got this episode tonight. That's why you guys are here. So please, go ahead. I, we, I appreciate you having us here. Um, when I, when I wrote the story, I wrote about the um, sexual assaults. Nowhere in there did I write anything about the shitty pay or the lack of pay the unsafe environments, the workers that were greener than goose shit, um, you know, wow. the fact that he can't draw a crowd to save his ass, the fact that the just walking to, to the ring, he sounds like he's going to have an asthmatic attack because he's 9,000 fucking pounds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and I'm a big girl. Okay, I'm a big girl. I am. I am. Uh-huh. I am five eleven. I, I am two hundred and ten pounds of USD. I am two hundred and ten pounds uh-huh. of USDA grade A beef. Okay, like I'm a stout girl, but like honestly, when I can jump up and down the apron all day long and not be like, <laughs> and he can't even walk to his own ring without oh fucking looking like he's. I mean, Can we really call it a ring, Jess? I mean, you said that thing was no. unsafe. The last time, the last time I saw no. that thing, it was held together with vice grip. And the last time, let me, knew, let me tell you about how this, this fucking ring is right now. Hold on, right? hold on, Dante. Yeah. Hold on, Dante. <laughs> the last I okay. knew, okay. he was using bubble wrap as padding on the damn thing. Oh nope, nope. All right, all right. Let me fill you guys in. No, that right. would be Here's nice. Bubble wrapping would be nice. It would be way better than what we got. All right, so yeah. usually I have to come help set up the ring because it's all full crap. Now, the steel beams, the support beams, were duct taped together because they were the, the slots were broken. The uh, welding then, was breaking uh, on, the, on the steel oh, beams, oh. yeah. Then they decided they were going to weld it, and they welded it too far down, so every time you hit the ring, the steel bars would bounce off each other. Um, oh, jeez. We have to uh, the uh, the the um, turnbuckle. Uh, well, the turnbuckles, uh, the gears are already stripped, so we can't hit the ropes very hard. Mm-hmm. Well, you can hit the ropes really hard, but you mainly land in the audience. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, this ring, I took a superplex in and was scared of it because it's uh, the steel bars and the uh, the wood. That is super bowed, so we have to watch where we where we wrestle, and then on top yeah, of that, yeah, there's only the certain places you can take a bump in the ring. Yeah, on top of that is the foam like puzzle piece cra- puzzle piece craft mat. So it's not very fun to land on. Oh my god, really? That's what you're hurting. It's a death trap. It's a very good Oh yeah, and the skirting yeah. is duct taped. This the, the 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 skirting is duct taped around the outside of it. It's it's just it's an absolute shit show. Oh dear. God. Danny Cage, if you're listening right now, I am doing a face palm that you would be proud of. Just hearing I'm gonna I'm gonna picture that right now and I'm gonna applaud you, sir. Um I I was told that Rex had his ring fixed 
And that was the only really? reason I was going to be coming down there. Uh, this was a couple months ago. Quite a few month, number of months back, he did this to me. Uh, but I was going to come down there, and I was told the ring was fixed. It is fixed. If I would have got down there and seen that, let me tell you, he would have paid me, and I would have gotten in the car and turned around oh and come right home. See, no, the ring – the first time, the first day I wrestled for him, I had to help set up the ring because, you know, that's the rookie's job. Well, one, we had to go to a lumber yard like three hours before the show, go to a lumber yard just to get uh, like one new plank of fucking wood that would fit because the other one broke because you bent it up whenever like somebody lifted up on one side, snapped in the middle because he leaves the ring out in a backyard uncovered all year round. Okay, until he uses it the day before. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's 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 absolutely, and then and then his stairs getting up into the uh, into the ring, which I oh, never on. use stairs anyways. But the stairs getting up into the ring are like probably some used trailer park stairs that you're if you cut yourself, they're rusted. So if you cut yourself, you're gonna end up with some sort of nine thousand diseases or like. I'm not really sure what you'll end up with. Tetanus, lockjaw. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you ended up with BD from anywhere in one of Rex's shows just walking in. Um, the oh fact God. that he can't, he the only crowd that he can draw is that there is a special needs home that's like right across the street. But they have to be home by like nine o'clock, so at intermission, the entire crowd leaves. <laughs> I have drawn in a big crowd, and we all leave right after my match. So half the crowd leaves after that too. So now, from what I understand, the Muncie, Indiana show that he had the twenty ninth drew a decent crowd, but that's also because he stole that show from Alan Reed who is a stand-up guy, and he's, he's running he's PC, is it PWA, PCWA, PCWA. PCWA. He runs a stand-up show. I can't say anything, but uh, top-notch things, great guy. I'm sorry that he got screwed over by Rex Gill, but he is better off being far away from that shit show. Um, and, and, but in Muncie, Indiana, I heard that they had – Dante, was there a crowd? I heard there was a decent crowd there this weekend. Uh, yeah. Was there, like, I heard there was, like, at least 100 uh, people, 200 people? Oh, I don't know. But anyway. I'm super nervous right now. (laughs) Um, but I'm, I'm, but either way, and here's what's crazy, is when Alex, Alex was sexually assaulted, Alex and her significant other, Billy Ewing, went to Rex and said, hey, this happened. And Rex's response was, I'm fucking busy right now. I don't have time to deal with this. During the show, another worker assaulted a female in a locker room, and the promoter said, I'm fucking busy. I don't have time to deal with this. Oh, yeah. No, Rex didn't really care. He didn't care at all. So, like, he doesn't take care of his workers. He doesn't take care of his equipment. He doesn't take care of his body. Um, you know, like, there's nothing he's taking care of. And he he said that I was attacking him 
And I'm like, no, I'm not attacking you. I'm actually standing up for female workers. I dress in locker rooms, okay? And never have I felt sexually assaulted or sexually harassed. I will dress in the same locker rooms as guys, okay? It's not a big deal. We're all adults, you know, suck it up, drive on. Because there's professionalism. I worked in a, a locker room in Texas this last weekend. The first thing that was told to me is you better shake hands with everybody in this locker room. You better treat everybody with respect because if you don't, there's the door. Get the hell out. I have never seen somebody take charge at a Rex Gill show and say, hey, we're professional. Hey, we stand up for people. Hey, we respect you. Hey, we're glad you're here. You know what? It. it, it it's just a, it's an absolute shit show, and you know he's losing money on it. And from what I understand, he doesn't have insurance. So, like from what, like I he's running he these shows with, yeah, I don't think he has oh insurance. My and so, like, oh lord, I I was just taking a drink when you guys said that, and I almost choked on it. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Sorry. Crap. So I decided to come forward because, like, I'm traveling the indie circuit. We're traveling all over. We're in 12 different states. We're all over the place. And the last thing, we meet people all over the place. And the last thing I want is my brothers and sisters to be lured into this shit show. Um, Now, the three people that that you mentioned booking, I have no ill feelings towards. I have no disrespect for. And I'm not going to say anything ill towards any of them. Um, they have all been kind to me, so I I won't say anything disrespectful for them. But Rex Gill is a piece of shit and should burn in hell. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, you if know, you want if you want to take a minute and uh, tell uh, Alex and them to go ahead and call in, please do so. Because um, you know, we because okay. we definitely want to go ahead and get them in as well. It's, Anybody send, send Alex a text right now and tell her to call. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're okay. gonna let Crimey step in here. All That's right. Sorry about that. Earlier, I had to mute on. Had a lot of static, um, and I didn't know where it's coming from. Hey, I've always used Rex Gill, whom I've given the nickname Pinky, since he dresses in pink, and you know where that. <laughs> refers to if you have uh, some little pink ghost in the middle of your ring you've went to the wrong wrestling show. Yes. I was I was thinking I was thinking looking at his size a pink elephant like uh when you've had too much to drink. <laughs> pink elephant Guys, would you rather him be in yellow so we can call him Pac Man? Um, <laughs> no well I've done a goofy He involves everybody that gets in the ring with him. <laughs> oh damn! All right, yeah, we'll put a big pink suit on him. Big I always pink. thought that he looked like one of the dancing hippos from Fantasia. Seven eight years ago, I filmed a skit well where I at a video arcade and played a game of Pac-Man, and Rex Gill was in the machine in place of Pinky. I captured the virtual machine and chased me down the street. Did you? Are you the one that did that video? Because if you are, you are a god, and I love you. I saw that, and I literally laughed hysterically. Like I thought that was the most amazing thing I have seen in my life. 
And that's seven years old, and it hasn't gotten old. It hasn't gotten out of date. It's still as current as it is current <laughs> as it was back then as it is now. The only thing that's not current about it is Rex has tripled in size from the picture that you used to put him <laughs> on that video game. That's not an exaggeration. And who knows what else. It's he calls himself Mr. All-Star. He's got this blinky mask. He comes out to, hey, now you're an all-star, and it's absolutely, it's oh absolutely ridiculous. He, he calls himself Mr. All-Star because he's big like a star and he's gassy. I don't know what else to tell you. Ah! <laughs> All that glitters is gold. He's a star yeah. in his own I mean, mind. I mean, Go ahead, Crime. I've always viewed him as a cancer on Central Illinois Wrestling. I cannot understand. Well, I actually do, but... I can't understand why people want work with him at all. And I question them, why are you working for Rex Gill? After every revelation that has come out, every disaster that has happened with him, people keep working with him. And the only reason yep, people keep working with him is there's enough people out there that are that desperate to get ring time. Whether, yeah, exactly. and there's a contingent of people. Yeah. yeah. We had no idea. We were out of state. In our, in our defense, in our defense, we were out of state. Cato's out of Milwaukee. I'm out of Kansas City. So in our defense, we had no idea what kind of shit show we were walking into. And I thought the first one, I was like, okay, this is a fluke accident. Nobody's here. You know, everybody has bad shows. But after the second show in my sexual assault, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. Oh, well, yeah. unfortunately, well, this is... Let Crimey talk, guys. Thank you. Many years. Back oh. so many, a few years ago, three, four years ago, he had Bob Orton and Ron Powers booked on the show. They both worked in the, the major leagues. And right. the draw of that show was only ten. That show made headlines. Of course, the wrestling press did not mention wow. it, which was, I wish they did because he needed the embarrassment. I certainly outed who, which fed it was. And if, if, I, if people would stop working with Rex, he'd pretty much be done. It remains to be seen if this sex scandal is going to truly finish him off because it seems like he's the cockroach that keeps crawling out of the drain, no matter how much water is flushed down that sink drain. Keeps crawling out and he keeps... Yeah. Hold on. Whoa, you broke up. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, well, well get Crimey back together here. Here we go. I'll go ahead and relate. There we go, Crimey. There we go. Um, He's fine. He's okay, fine. Go ahead. go ahead back. I'm back. Well, I Or nope, so do I static. thought. There we go. What's yeah, wrong with the lines tonight? I don't know. <sighs> Not my job. I hope this finishes him off. I hope he never runs another show again. I hope the American Legion Hall in Mount Pulaski does not allow him back in their building. In fact, originally he poached the building from uh, another promotion, uh, Pro Wrestling Epic, which used to run there. And, of course, the talent was a lot better than what he has now or what he has been showcasing. Well, this is the talent that he's been showcasing. We're going to play this ad. Everybody hold tight and be quiet for about 45 seconds for me, and we'll be right back. You want to be a professional wrestler but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? 
feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Kaji Hills Wrestling Alliance, where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring, spend as much or as little time as you want, get yourself ready, and we'll book you at all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years slaving under arrogant prima donna veterans who have you pay to put up and take down their ring. Join us CHWA and you'll be wrestling from millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Cause today. Well, that's its own little sex pool, 100 miles south of Lincoln, uh, Mount Pulaski. That's where he gets his talent. That's where he gets his talent. I am not Some shitting you. That is a legit company. That is a legit company. Oh I wish it were. I wish well, it were. Uh, I don't classify legit as legit. In company. Yeah. Say, I don't so classify I don't, it as yeah, legitimate. It's, yeah. It's, it's a real it's, company. It's a, bunch, it's a bunch of kids. No, it's a bunch of kids playing Raffler. Let's 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 be let's be direct and Did you guys hear what happened? Did you guys hear what happened a couple months uh, about 6 months ago at one of Rex's shows? The kid getting, hurt, getting his neck hurt? Yes, you were there. I wrestled that show, yeah. He he went to rock bottom the kid, stinger the kid so bad. They thought they broke the, he broke the kid's neck, and then after the show is over, Rex can't even go to the hospital to check on the kid. That shows you no, what kind of class. No, because he had to go to Steak and Shake and feed his fat ass. I don't think Mount Pulaski has a Steak and Shake. No, he's got to go right to the outside of, he, he is a frequent at Steak and Shake. We went after the last show that we were there to Steak and Shake. He walked in, and they go, oh, oh Rex, do you want your regular and they they literally brought him and his fiance their food without them even having to order. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, my Lord. oh my lord. Guess he's well known well, there, I guess. What. Well, I'll tell you what guys, I am going to tell you something Because uh, uh a video I don't even know what uh when the uh show actually occurred, but uh Sean sent me the link to this. I was shocked because the first guy that came out was actually a longtime friend of mine, somebody who was actually professionally trained like I am. We both trained at the same time up here in Chicago at uh, Windy City Wrestling. And the kid that he wrestled, the kid blew out his freaking knee on the lockup. Oh, my. How do you blow out your knee on a lockup? I so my so my friend you know did the you know did the best that he could with with the with the kid and that and then finally finished him off with a claw and got out got out of the ring and then uh, I guess later on in that show did a six man tag at that and I I just I mean I have not you know talked to him about it yet I may after we're after we're off the air tonight because. You know, it's like, I have questions about that. Gonna, like, why did you even? Why did you even go there? I'm curious about oh. this Ryu Shadesky or whatever his name is because I thought this guy this guy trained up in Michigan and no, no, he like, trained he trained with me at Windy okay. City. 
He he and I he and I have been friends for to like uh Maybe he took a booking in Michigan, pushing, I don't pushing know. 30, pushing thirty years. And, wow. and he'll be the one to tell you he's not he's not the greatest worker in the world. But you know, still it's hard to work you know when you're when when the guy you're working blows out his knee on the most simple basic move in all of wrestling. Yeah. Of course that's assuming his leg wasn't already messed up to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Ryu Sinsinski was... is a really, really great guy. He's a really nice guy. Um maybe not not the best worker, oh, but talking, he has a heart. Yeah. Well, he has fun. a great heart and he's a good guy. Yeah, I just I felt bad for him watching that video because the kid he was in the ring with either had knee problems or something, but they locked up and out went at the kid's knee. And I said, "Well, I said I'm that kid that you're talking about." What do you know oh. about him? I know him. Dante, I am you're the, him. Dante, you're the kid that you're the kid whose knee got locked. You're the kid. That's you, Dante. Yep, uh, the black hair, oh the beard, the weird face paint. That's oh hilarious. My <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Dude, tell I'm me the so truth. Young, you're you're already, already in bad shape before you got in the ring. Okay, let the kid talk. Let the kid tell his story, okay? <laughs> I wasn't hurt. I, I, was, I wasn't hurt. I was just acting hurt. I was so I know Beautiful. Oh, my God. That's it? Oh, my God. But <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I'm not understanding you I was in a match previous Before that And I was against Country Boy Zach Who was untrained And I didn't hurt myself at all during the match Except when he was in the mouth And then I just had to go up against Ryu Because we were short staffed Oh lordy Oh my god So you ended the blow off your knee I didn't hurt my knee at all, no. So you pretended to blow out your knee? It. I was or in a match previous. I'm supposed to be injured already. Okay. Were you trying, so were you the trying to keep kayfabe alive from a previous... Kayfabe alive from a previous... Because you were out previously, so you came out... Yeah, Zach, I, I dislocated my knee a bunch of times, so I wear a knee brace. And it's, I tell people that it's a big target point if you want it to look good. And Zach attacked my leg a lot and made it look all right, and then I went in that match with Ryu, like, right after. <laughs> so I had to it, The only thing that should have been done was he put you in a submission hold and you tap out in, like, in under a minute. I have a lot of That's pride. probably the best we're, thing that we should were told have. To, we were told to make it, like, an eight-minute match. How the hell do you make an eight-minute match when you were out there previously and you were already showing, showing signs that you're hurt? That's the psychology that Rex Gale has. That's the psychology his bookers yeah. have. Good God. Pretty much. Fear and similitude. If that is a word that means plausible believability. If you breach plausible believability in the ring, then there's a problem. That... Uh, you can't make it believable. If you're going to be out there, barely move for eight minutes, and then, I mean, it should have been just a flat-out squash. And unfortunately, Rex Gill is too incompetent of a booker and promoter to uh, know anything, know any better. 
Well, to be honest with Rack, you, he was a little upset with us Kevin. because when we were done, we were supposed to. He told us we needed to go longer, actually, <laughs> because we were so short-staffed. He was trying to put on like that, what seven to ten show he usually does, and yeah. So he's trying he was to like, extend the show to three hours. Yeah, he definitely tried. It uh, it definitely didn't last that long because right after that, I left. I was I was done. Oh, well, I mean, why should you stick around when you're not getting paid? And you know what? You could actually fill a card if you actually paid your employees because that's technically when your workers show up, they become your employees. So when you actually pay the people that you book and you keep your word more than a hot dog and a handshake because that's not how this industry works, you know, Mm-mm. you keep your equipment up and you put asses in seats, which if you – if you actually, you know, invest in your company, promote your company, and promote yourself, you can put asses in chairs. But Rex Gill is a piece of shit, and he doesn't do any of that. Yeah. yeah. One time, one time Jesse, we saw one of his, and I'm air, quote, air quoting here as I say it, posters. What oh it looked like was pictures that he had cut out of wrestling magazines. Oh, Glued onto a piece of notebook paper. Jesus Kid you now, Jeff. Hold on, let me lay down the law for you guys about how bookings go with uh, Rex and match types. Okay. We get there. Uh-oh. We set up the ring. When we set up the ring, it's walk over to the table that he's sitting at. He doesn't do anything. He just sits at the, ta- the merchandise table with a bunch of like WWE action figures and blah blah blah, what have you. Trash he sits at the toys. Table until it's about time to go. You waddle your way up to him and you're like, hey. What am I doing tonight? And he'll be like, I don't know. I don't know yet. I have to see who all is coming. And then you find what? out 10 minutes beforehand. And then you find out 10 minutes beforehand that, oh, you got to wrestle this guy. Right before your match, boom. Oh, no, the match has been changed. Oh, my God. He and as a ring announcer. Yeah. yeah. And as a ring announcer, you're running around, and Dante will tell you that I have bounced around screaming at oh people going, God. I you need know? your name. I need to know where you're from. How much do you weigh? Cut your bullshit. Tell me what you're doing. We've got 10 minutes till the show goes live. It, 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 and, and I've actually walked into the room where they've given me shit, and they're being unprofessional and not working. And I'm like, hey, look, I don't have to announce you. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can go out there, and you can be Billy Dumbfuck. I don't care. Either yeah. tell me who you are or, you know, don't. And, and Dante will tell you that I actually, actually went off on a locker room one day. And everybody oh, was yeah. like, wow. Who is this bitch? It's just, it's bad. It's, it's just oh. what, what Rex is doing is an abomination on any kind of, it, I, I don't even think that, you know, indie wrestling, it's, it's certainly not professional. It's, I mean, it's an abomination on amateur wrestling. I think my six-year-old could actually throw a better wrestling show than Rex Gill and probably be safer. Well, the ring would be a hell of a lot safer. Oh. Yeah. No yeah. more bubble oh wrap. No God. more Let me bubble give you, let me say one thing. I have okay. followed the Central LA wrestling scene for good grief. It's got to be more than 15 years, 15 to 20 years now. i got to say, it's at least 15 years, Crimey, as, as long as I've known you. Yeah. I've seen... <laughs> The very best 
and the absolute worst and all things in between. Gil is just one bad promoter. Unfortunately, there's a couple others. Of course. That are just bloody awful. Yeah. And uh, we. But and I think I did not fight. I did not fight. One at a time. Hold on. Yeah, one, hold on one moment. When we had the Nosebleed Seats crew, our goal was to draw more attention to Central Illinois professional wrestling because Chicago looked at downstate Illinois and said they were inferior, untrained, who knows what else. They didn't, huh? they didn't think we, we were legit. Worked for years to promote the talent and push who, who the best wrestlers that were coming out of central Illinois so the Midwest would know who they are they can hang with anybody in the major media markets in the Midwest, St. Louis, Chicago, Indianapolis, Des Moines, Kansas City, Memphis, etc. Mm-hmm. I get angry when there's promoters in this area who don't give a crap about the wrestling product and put on put people in the ring that don't belong in it or allow people who should have retired a long time ago to continue wrestling and do it badly. What Red Gill and promoters like him do give Central Illinois Wrestling a bad name, and it makes me sick. And mm-hmm. all that's because when local wrestling fans go to one of these bad shows, the only thing it's going to do is give them the idea that indie wrestling's crap and the only wrestling show you should buy a ticket to is World Wrestling Entertainment. Right. That's all it's going to do. And Rex Gill has been running shows for at least eight years now. HHCW, I guess, is the longest tenured company he's had because he's had other attempts at running a Fed, and it was a disastrous and... Yeah, and they were going on in Springfield, and I was disgusted because my pro- the promotion in Springfield, Illinois at the time back then was New Midwest Wrestling. And I felt people thought the promoter of New Midwest was putting, all the, putting on these other bad shows, and he had nothing at all to do with them. So he was giving, yep. other, he was giving people a bad name. Him and whoever else he was working with at the time, and there were people that were thankfully gone. Yeah, they scum. They were terrible. They had no See, business running shows. They were just marks. Rex, Rex marks for themselves too. What's that? Rex does seminars before his shows, and he has okay, no business training. Month. And that's another thing that bugs me. Oh dear lord! Pinfall Wrestling Association had Pinfall Academy down in uh, Auburn. We had to close it like early last year because there was a lack of interest. Is that because of? Guys like Greg Skill were putting people in the ring that didn't, and others like him were putting people in the ring that thought training is optional. And mm-hmm. there were wrestling shows because they were being booked, they were getting paid. Well, not Rex's still, not Rex's show, but another one in the nearby that I've uh, had gripes about. But I'm not going to bring it up in this on this show because you haven't worked for him. I can tell you off air who it is. 
But I yeah. opened that can of worms tonight. No, I know oh. who that is. Yes, I know who that is. And we've discussed it on this program before. Please, please send me a message about that so I can make sure that I don't work for them, sweetheart. <laughs> I appreciate that. Exactly. Oh, well, I'll send you the list of the whole, all the feds that are in the no state of Illinois because I compiled that list. Okay, one at a time. Okay. That's it. I've had it. One at a time. Next. <sighs> Go ahead. No interrupting each other. <laughs> oh. Only one can talk at a time because when everybody talks at once, it sounds like. Blah, 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 blah. It's and hard for me to hear somebody else start talking while I'm talking. That's all. The, sorry about that. Go all ahead. All right, guys. It's okay. Go. I'm over it. Let's go. <laughs> um, I just received a message from Alex and her significant other. She is extremely young, and she has had a mental breakdown since. She was assaulted, and she cannot call in. She is not okay. okay. And so I send my regards and my love, but um, I can tell you what happened because she wrote it out for me because she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to talk about it, but they were at a show in Muncie, Illinois on the 29th, and a wrestler grabbed her... Or Muncie, Indiana. Sorry, Muncie, Indiana. Because now Rex is running shows across Indiana because it's not bad enough that he has an abomination in Illinois. Now he's going into Indiana. Um, And um, a wrestler grabbed her ass. And she jumped because she was like, and she was right there with her significant other. And he goes, oh, well, you must have just backed into me. Well, it wasn't just a, you know, brush up against. He actually squeezed her ass. And she was like, mm, that's not acceptable. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? And and so oh, when Lord. they went to Rex, when they went to Rex, and I'm, I, I don't know that wrestler, and so I'm not going to out the name because, like, I, I just don't want to meet yeah, that kind of drama on the road because we travel so much. It doesn't matter. Uh, Dante, it's not, it's if you okay. want to do it, Dante, you're more than welcome to. Um, I know who it is. It's up to you, dude. Um, no, you are, I, I'm not really paying attention. Um, okay, darling. Anyways, it, it just, um, she absolutely, she has had, like, she was like, what did I do? I'm so sorry. This is my fault. She has been like in her head. Uh, she's oh, been yeah. very. Oh, she's man. having a hard time dealing with it because she's like, you know, she's new. She's new to this. Um, hey, she's I... new to being a manager. <laughs> and hey, uh, I'm, I have my honey. One at a time. I just have I'm a like, question. this is not how it really happens. This is not how locker rooms really happen. You know, this isn't how people really treat each other, and people don't go around groping each other in locker rooms unwanted. Okay. Uh, I believe it was Dante that was trying to say something. Yeah. um, So, one of the Iron Man refs for another uh, local show that we have in Lincoln, Illinois, wants to know if he can call in and give his two cents about wonderful racks. Yes, he can. Absolutely, absolutely, please. I know that. I was going to say, I do know who the person who assaulted Alex was. Um, There was also a video Alex posted um, yesterday. Um, 
of where she describes where her head is at and the the revelation that she's had a mental breakdown tonight is un, that's new yeah that's that's where oh. she's at she's not she's not okay she's my thoughts and prayers go out for her and i have that's one reason why i jumped in and wrote what i wrote because i've kind of taken her under my wing and well, I've, uh, been, I've been where she's where she is i know exactly how she's feeling and the best thing that can be done right now is to reassure her and i don't know <laughs> not really pounded into her head but this is not her fault she did nothing to to deserve or warrant or ask for anything to happen to her exactly at all nothing and the yeah and the you person know? who touched her needs to be prosecuted yeah in a criminal court mhm i'm glad Absolutely. that she filed the police report don't let up. All right, we're going to take our face justice. Break, folks. Uh, all you oh, have to fucker. do uh, is hang up and call the number right back. We'll continue this in about five minutes. You are listening to Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil, Exposing the Evil. We'll be right back after a song break. Stay tuned, Say folks. Something Say something good.
professional wrestling. Entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bring the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook for more information. Central Illinois Pro Wrestling. Hi, this is Chance Prophet. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Roundtable on Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we're back, and uh, Steve and Katie are with me. Um, we're going to go to part two of our controversial night here tonight. Jess will be back with us. I don't know if Dante is going to be calling back, um, but we have our next guest with us. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to preface what I'm about to say by saying this. I am shocked and appalled by everyone that will hear the words come out of this man's uh, wife's mouth. There was a wrestler that worked for me in December of 2016, uh, worked for Steve and I by the name of Terizin, who is now wrestling as Arsenio Sims. The Arsenal. The Arsenal Sims. And uh, he has uh, hit you again. This time he left bruises. I know this isn't the first time. So I want you to tell us all about it, if you don't mind. He went down the wrong road. He beat me with a pool stick last Monday on New Year's Eve. Oh, dear God. In front of our daughter. <laughs> in front of our daughter. Oh, oh sweet. And left me for dead. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, screen, please. Oh, honey. Um, My screen's still black. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay, there's two. I got them. Don't worry. Keep going. Keep going, Seth. It's hard because I'm trying not to cry. (laughs) I understand. Hey, if you have to, take take a moment to do it. He told me he was going to kill me if I left him. And proceeded to kick me. Beat me with a stick, with this pool stick. Body slammed me on the street. Um, bounced my head off fucking off the street five times. Bashed me in the head with the pool stick. And told me he didn't care if I lived or died. Wow. <laughs> well, we're going to bring somebody that knows all about this on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, not under gimmick, the Reverend Jim Spragan. Hey, how are you? How are you doing, Sean? I'm, I'm covering hey. all this, man, trying to make sure this guy never gets booked again, because let me tell you, when I heard this, I threw up in my mouth. Yeah, it was hey, horrible. Jim. Thanks, I brother. Hey, Steve, how are you? I, uh, 
Stephanie's friends with my daughter, and my daughter Taylor brought her over to my house last Friday. I've seen the bruises. I've seen the marks. There's, she's got a bruise on her side that looks like a football, if not bigger. Or he must have taken her. Oh, dear God. It's spreading. If, if you would have seen oh, dear Lord. John seen my post from Friday night. I was oh calling God. him out on the internet. Katie, new caller, 309. Okay, relax, Sean. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. So it was, it was, it was horrible. It was, it was not good. And then I talked to and all the people he, that were there and witnessed it, and they said the exact same story. Wow. He well, was telling everybody uh, I did it to myself. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. I, I, I'll tell you this much, Stephanie. I promise you, as the only promoter currently running the Illinois Valley area right now, he will never step foot in another ring in this area if I've got anything to do with it. Won't happen. Got that straight. Won't happen. And I have alerted every single company that I know he's worked for. Project Revolution Wrestling, Midwest Impact Pro, anybody else that I found out that he's had contact with. I contacted and I told them exactly what happened and sent them a copy of the police report that was put in the paper. Oh, damn. I don't play around, yeah. Steph. The domestic battery is not something I play around with. Me yeah. either. Yeah, Jesse, Dante, um, Stephanie here is uh, the estranged wife of a wrestler that unfortunately Sean and I had booked uh, the previous December, not knowing his uh, pension. Uh, domestic violence, and so this is this is his oh. wife that uh, or the strange wife that's on right now with us. So Bless please feel heart, free to jump heart. in. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. There, there is a line, and as and and I consider ourselves athletes and fighters, and as athletes and fighters, there is no room for domestic violence. We have to know. We have to keep it in the ring, and it's part of the show. And anybody who actually puts their hands on a woman like that, there's a special place in hell. And I am so sorry, sweetheart. I am so sorry you've had to go through this because that is not acceptable. It's it's kind of like Jeff said, we're athletes and fighters. And being athletes and fighters, my next question is, who who whose ass are we kicking? His name yeah, exactly. is exactly. the Arsenal oh. Sins. He worked for Joey Grunge. He's a black guy. Arsenal, um, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, no, I know who we're talking about. Hey, Dante, I'm <laughs> getting in my car. I'm on my Lord. way. I'll be there in five hours. You want to? You want to? You ready to ride with me, brother? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have enough people in Sounds the like that want to kick his ass right now. So yeah, yeah, I'm one of them. Oh, yeah, but he'd never see it coming. He'd never see it coming <laughs> from the mouthy <laughs> white girl from Kansas. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Fly me over. He'll never see it coming from a little, little tiny five foot one and a half, one hundred and thirty pound little. You're adorable. Come You're on, absolutely I adorable. I would, I would take you. I, you could be. I, I'll be your sidekick any day, sweetheart. Let's go no take way. over the world and beat them all down. Yeah, um, show, show, I, put me in your purse. I'll fit. Let's go. Uh, I am going to bring me on because Crimey's got some stuff to say about this too. Crimey, you are on with. Uh, 
uh, Juwan's wife, Steph. Okay. I Unfortunately, I can't pull it up now because the website seems to be partially down. Um, I went on the LaSalle County uh, website to look at online court records regarding this uh, individual and what I did see is that he had a prior conviction for residential burglary, burglary, in which he did serve jail time for. He also had a or, active order of protection against him from another woman, which, with the arrest now, that uh, order has been dissolved and has turned into, uh, I guess, you know the next step. Go ahead, no, do you know why? I don't it was it. against a 13-year-old girl. Wow. Oh, dear God. Um, okay, no, 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 Jess, Jess, we, we need to make a list. Arm ourselves, <laughs> and off we go. Off we go. Let's do it, girl. Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah, I'm done. Kicking I'm ass so done. one, one man at a time. Take him oh, on. Yeah. Oh, 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 because he scared Good the ball. mother, so the mother didn't go. Oh, oh. oh. sweet Jesus. Because wow. where, where everything happened with me was two doors down from the mother's house. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh my dear God. God. Okay, I talked so. to the mother. The 13-year-old is my cousin. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, oh. oh, I think I might I'm be ill. So. Oh. I am so sorry, sweetheart. My my heart I, is I just don't blame you. I'm trying to hold it myself. I do. I feel like I'm going to be sick. Literally. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. Imagine how I feel every day. Oh, honey, if, if it feels anything like this, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, how is your kid dealing with this, Steph? I don't mean to bring them into this, but how are they taking yeah. all of this? I only have one and two. Hurt, mad, and <laughs> wants to hurt him. That's an acceptable response. I'm that's it. I'm not surprised. I yeah. I gotta say I don't blame. I don't blame him. <sighs> not as a little girl, and that's what scares me. <gasps> Who's to say he's gonna mess with her like he did my cousin and what he did to me? Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Well, definitely, you've got to make sure that she realizes that uh, this is not acceptable behavior from a man ever, and that it's his fault that this happened, not yours, not anybody else's. I'm not trying to be explain or anything like that. I just, you know, I just this. Now, I, my, my, my second wife had was abused prior, you know, to in her previous marriage, and that, and I, you know, she had she had flashbacks during the time that we were together, and I know what that reaction is like. My God, I'm, I'm, I'm shook up right now. I'm literally shook up. I said, Jim knows my daughter. Yeah. I, I lived through yep. my own hell of flashbacks, so I understand. I entirely understand. So my father's given him every opportunity, and he's screwed her every time. 
Stephanie, why don't you tell them about the other incident that you ended up at my house like at seven o'clock in the morning? Oh my! When you were in the hot, when you were in the hot, when they had you over at the emergency room. Oh, uh, when you bashed my head off the truck. Yeah. When I had a concussion. Yeah, that one. What? Right after. What a right disgusting after individual that guy he is. Hitting, he, right after he, he was hitting on a girl that night that my son used to date. And my son's only 18. This girl was 19, and she all she was doing was walking into a pizza place to pick up a pizza, and he's in there eating it with one of his stupid-ass friends, and he starts saying, well, I want to see your... No? Your boobs. Want to see your what? What well, was it part of me? Your boobs. He was, well, when, when no, are you going to look up? It's he's, not saying, right. he's saying this stuff to this girl. And no, that's not. That that's near being brave. Her, that was the night she got her head bashed off a truck. That's insane. That is, uh, wow. Oh, my God. Taylor and Jim have seen a lot of things. Jim has been my favorite. He needs to go to jail for a long time. I'm telling you. Yes, he does. Hey, guys. Yeah. I have a a statement from Alex. She just texted me. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, please, please go right ahead. Uh, yeah, let me, let me, uh, give me one more second, give me one more second, Jess, with Steph, and, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, wrap this up with Steph, and we'll get back to you, Jess, is that okay? Fantastic, no problem. Um, so Steph, how long has this been going on, the, the domestic abuse? Has it been ongoing for, for multiple years, or is this something that just started? Let's see, uh, we've been married four years in February, it started... Sean, it started right after your show. Oh my God! Oh, I'm glad I never oh dear him. Lord! I'm glad I never booked him again because I'll tell you what: had I would have had Jim or you come to me and said that, I would have booked him again. But it wouldn't have oh. been a match; it would have been a shoot fight. Because I would have told the guy that he was doing exactly what he did, and he probably would have left talk. there in an ambulance. Oh, I would have made sure of that. Sean, yeah. Because Remember we was living in Pontiac at that time and he was running late for the show? Yes, oh, yep. I do remember that. It started like, as a matter of fact, it started right after that because that's when I ended up in Peoria Hospital with a busted rib and it punctured my lung. Wow. Oh, dear God. Because he thought he was cute. Oh. I... I'm at a loss for words. It's, I can't say I'm sorry yeah. enough to you, Stephanie, because there there aren't enough Same here. Say I'm sorry. Um, Same here. Same here. This this is absolutely disgusting, vile actions. This is the second human being that we've exposed as not only being somebody that wants to hit on underage girls, but uh, a disgusting, vile human being. And I'm sorry. But anybody that disagrees with me when I say that this guy has no business in the wrestling business, uh, I'll gladly give me my ad- gladly give you my address and we can argue it out in front of my uh, garage because this guy well, his, has uh, his, his cousin. <coughs> you know Sean, and so does Jim. Seems to oh. think it's okay. 
Oh, you also under the roaming the streets right now, as far as I'm concerned. I can no. tell you, as soon as the allegations were like told to uh, Joey, like he was fired on the spot. I, and I was the one that broke those to Joey. I told Joey, I said, yeah. look. And I sent Joey a picture of Steph's bruise. And he said, my God. He said, what does this kid think he's doing? I said, Joey, I said, I'll tell you what. You book this kid again. I'm taking a trip to Lincoln, and it won't be pretty. Ooh, I show up take in Lincoln. Me with you. Heads, will ro- heads will roll. Sean. Hold on a second, Sean. Sean. I have something to say, okay? If me and Jess can kick your ass, shh. Okay? No, you won't. If I can <laughs> kick your ass. Whoa, 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 Hey, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like Sean. He's been very nice to me. I, I don't want to Sean's ass. I'm, I'm, I'm going to back I, out I, of this I one. I mess with Sean constantly, and he knows it. Um, so okay. I, I would seriously, I, I don't care <laughs> I what I'd have to do if I had to serve jail time for taking out one of the fuckers' kneecaps or something. Let me tell you, I see him around here. I'm going to have more than words to say for him because I don't agree with this. I don't agree with this You're at all. Peter, I'm sure you'll run into him. He follows me like a dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I don't know. I haven't run into him yet. I'm waiting. Oh, no, Thank God, God I'm not. Okay, one at a time, one at a time, people. Ask professional. Okay, there's just no room for this. There's just no room. There's just no – it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to put your hands – on your significant other, that is not you. You value this person. You love this person, and and obviously this person, I would assume this guy is bigger than you and stronger than you because he's an athlete in the ring. It's not acceptable to beat up women. It's just not. I mean, I beat up women, but that's a whole other ball game. I get paid to do it, but like, <laughs> I don't go around. I don't go around doing it on the you know. On the street, it's just there's it's for show, and that's the end of that. Exactly. And so I, my heart just absolutely breaks. But you know, I have baseball bat and a crowbar that says that this fucker won't walk again because what you're going through is not acceptable, sister. And I got your back, and I will get in my car from Kansas City, and I will go take that motherfucker out right now. I'm coming with you. Well, let's meet them. The bruise, what? the the picture I sent you, Sean. Uh huh. That was the picture I sent you. Mm-hmm. That was just one of them. Jim, don't I have one twice as big as the one on my side that's on my thigh? Oh, yeah. And she had bruises my on forehead her is finally, she had, My forehead is finally bruise. cleared up. The knot is gone. Bruises He's so on her Oh, my oh, God. Dear Lord. The, girl, the girl he was with ran, me over, ran my foot over. Um, oh. Beating me up with your fist is one thing, but it, he had a weapon. On oh, top of being stronger than me. God. Oh, my God. This, this motherfucker needs to be shot on. I'm just telling you straight up. A chair shot to the back of the head, executed wrongly with, you know, some stitches and some... Yeah, let me in the ring with this fucker. Let me in. I was, I was, I was taking... Jesse, I was thinking a different kind of shot, either a 38 or a 45. I'm okay with that, too, brother. I'm okay with that, too. I mean, mean, it's going he may end up that way. Well, Kansas is in an Kansas is an open carry state. I'm there with you, brother. Um, here's here's the uh, news that I have, Steph. I have heard that some other woman has bailed him out of jail. 
Um, I'm sure you probably already have heard that as well. Um, oh, no, I've seen him. He's, he's followed me through work, and there's nothing I can do. He follows me everywhere. So I can't even, it's hard for me to go anywhere because he's always right there. Every time I turn around, he's always watching my daughter leave school. Folks, she can't go get a restraining order because there's no physical address for this guy right now. Oh, my God. I have that. I have a hard time believing that, but I'll ask. I work for uh, Illinois State Police. I'll inquire about that one. Thank you, Scrappy. My dear sweet lady. Yeah. My dear sweet lady, I tell you. Thank God. I would say, I would tell, I would, you know, this girl that bailed him out, next time you're finishing up your meal and there's a little bit left, say, I'm not going to eat the rest of this garbage. Do you want these leftovers, too? And it would be good with it. Oh, my. Oh, my. Honestly, honestly, she's doing you a favor by taking that trash. She's doing you a favor by taking that trash. Yeah. He does have an address because he was booked. One at a time. Uh Crabby, go ahead. What were you saying, I was going to say he has been booked. There is an address. He was booked under – he did have a home address listed in his uh, court record for his arrest. So he's living somewhere. He has an address. So I, if that's all that's in the way, so just not, an address um, so off that website. Okay. This, okay, the 402 West Bluff Street that's in his arrest record, he was yeah, put out of. Yeah, that. No, he Again? was put out of there. Those are my – that's my kinfolk. He was put out of there. Okay, I do see that he did use two different addresses. Yeah, until until domestic sources can get a hold of him and get him served with an order of protection, there's nothing that Stephanie can do about him following her other than to hire hire body detail, and those aren't cheap. Stephanie, I'll tell you what, uh, if you Stephanie, if you have a way up to my area of Illinois, and Sean can Sean can give you that information. Um, we have a we have a great shelter up here that uh, that uh, you and your child could uh, stay at for an extended period of time. Um, you can get uh, you can get counseling. It would definitely, obviously, get you way far away from him. And you know. I would be, you know, I would oh. be more than happy to help provide that information. Go ahead, Seth. Spragging. Spragging. What? Yep. Went to work today. You ready for this one? What? I was all past the white trash to lures because Sue bailed him out. So yeah, I'm once that. again the baggie. Oh. And, and, Lur- and Lurs, I was talking to him the other night, and he pretty much said, I, I told her what day that he did, because that woman's living with him. That gr- that Sue's living with him. Yeah. With him and his girlfriend. And and I said, they, he, she probably bailed him out on Wednesday. Oh, he goes, that makes she sense. Because she, she, couldn't, she couldn't pay any bills. Well, no, if you pay 300 bucks, only 300 bucks, to get, out of, to get this idiot out of jail, she isn't going to have any money. 
Wow. That's why. <laughs> and then <laughs> here's the killer part. He follows it. Did y'all watch Usha leave school? My daughter. He watches her. Watches me. But is living with another female. Sleeping with another female. And expects me not to move on with my life. The one person well, that I know I can depend that's on. Stalking. The one person that's I know stalking. that I can There's another charge you can throw time. on him. Okay, one at a time. Crammy, don't interrupt her, please. Go ahead. The one person that I know I can depend on at any given time, day or night, is Jim Spragan. Him and Taylor have been right there every time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I yeah. go to the hospital, Jim lives a block away, and he's right there while I'm bawling. Mm. But this yeah. time when he left yeah. me for bed and this, and this girl ran my foot over, he tried to get my head in front of my daughter. Oh, I dear. woke up to my daughter yelling. Oh, That's dear my Lord. mom. Yeah, oh, dear he's, Lord. he's not caring. He's, he's gone that far, <laughs> yeah. but he doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. Honey, you got to yeah. get out of there. See, folks. Oh, no, there's thing. no folks, coming back this time. I, I can't. There's... Yeah. I can't. Good. Good for you. Good for you. And folks, Grammy, you think, said I mean, that was stalking. Jim, Jim plays a Jim plays a Jim plays a bad guy for us, but obviously we know that He's in reality nice. he is probably one of the best guys that there is around and I am happy to call him a brother in more ways than one and uh tonight is further as to as to why I love this man so much. Well, thank you, Steve. Now, Crimey, you were saying that that definitely stalking. It sounds like stalking to me. Sounds okay. like stalking. Which is illegal. That can be a crime. I mean, if you're already a victim, crime victim of him, and he's basically going going around uh, observing you in close proximity intentionally, that sounds like stalking to me. So that's another charge that could be put on him. Well, he goes to court Friday. Eventually. He goes to court I don't Friday. I not exactly how it works, that. but... Every county is different. Obviously, Illinois law trumps county law, but every county has different mumbo-jumbo that they follow by. In LaSalle County up here, it's funky like that. Um, it's stupid. <laughs> it, it, yeah. they, they are out there when it comes to some of this shit, okay? They are completely out there when it comes to some of this shit. There have been, I have had okay. friends. I have had friends that have been beating the living shit out of. They couldn't get a restraining order. But a girl gets a scratch on her face, and all of a sudden can get a restraining order. A girl like a girl. This is a prime example. A girl like Steph should have no problem with those bruises going and getting him served with a restraining order. Can't do it. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. He should be locked up already, or still locked up. But unfortunately, the bail was so low. Who is the one that oh, works yes. with the state police? I am. Crime fighter. Okay. Isn't there supposed to be a 72-hour no-contact law? 
for a domestic battery? I'm, it's different in every state. I don't state know for sure. By the way, yeah, I'm not a, just to clarify, because you don't know, I'm not a right. police officer. Even though I call myself the Mad Conservative Crime Fighter, I'm an employee of the Illinois State Police. I'm, I basically give the troopers the equipment they need to do their jobs out in the field. Gotcha. So, so here's how much Lashaw County cares, okay? He went to jail Monday night. There's supposed to be a 72-hour no, no contact. Uh-huh. All day Tuesday while I was at the hospital, he yeah, blew my phone up. Okay. And called me and called me and called me and called me while I'm laying in a hospital bed. What a dick. Getting my head checked, getting my body checked, telling me he didn't do this. He don't remember doing this. Is this how this is going to end? Oh. Are you going to drop this? I love you. This is us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. And I just said, why are you calling me? Go ahead, Crime I, I hate to cut you guys off. Um, hold on. Go I ahead. hate to cut you guys off. I, if the city's not going to do what they need to do, the county doesn't want to do what they need to do. One at a time. Dante, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm going to have to get off of here. But thank you guys for letting me on here. Not a problem. Our pleasure, um, I have like Thank you. one one like final thing to say. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to Please. say that striped lives matter. I'm sorry. Striped lives matter. matter. Meaning oh, referees. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I'll leave you with that. Good day, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Okay. Uh, go ahead, Crimey. Love you with the Calvary. Love with the Calvary, Dante. Much love, Dante. All right. Go ahead, Crimey. All right. All right. I would say yeah. District yeah. District 17 needs to get involved if the county and the city is not doing what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to message uh, somebody in District 17 and ask about this. Okay. I appreciate that, Crime Fighter. Okay. Yes, yeah, go ahead. Yes, uh, make sure... Sean, make sure that they exchange numbers so that Crimey uh, can get a hold of her or she can get a hold of him, okay? Yep, yeah. I will do that. Like, put okay. them in the green room together. I don't know. Something. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. Just yeah. send yeah. me an email. Okay. okay. I'm, All right. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and bring go, in, bring in go the ahead, next Jim. person. This, hold on. Hold on, Steve. Go ahead, Jim. I'm getting off. I'm, I'm going to get off because 4 o'clock rolls around awful early, and i got to be up at 4. Thank you very much, Jim, for calling in. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Love you, Jim. Yep. I I care about you, Steph. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye. All right, Steph. um, Well, I'm making a promise to you that we will not allow him to continue to get booked. And anywhere that I see that he's getting booked, I will contact them and alert them of what's happened here. And Crimey will be doing an editorial on his syndicated TV show about your husband and uh, how he should not be booked. And, and well, he'll, and he'll talk to the state police. And if, somebody will yeah. send, and if somebody will send me his actual information and, like, his name and his actual, like, ring name, mm-hmm. I will send it out to the multiple promoters that I work with because I'm in 13 different states. So I will send it out on a national level yeah. so that he doesn't work anywhere 
in, in, in anywhere that we work. Thank yeah. you. Just, yeah. Just yeah, get, said, from, get, we from get my understanding, PRW is bubble. still booking him. What? <laughs> what? I talked to them. Why? Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. All right, sounds like you've got to talk to him some more, Sean. So sometimes a body is a body, I guess. Who is booking him? PRW out of Chicago. So free to so free if they need a body to tell them that uh, Cato and I are available and he brings a manager and we we will come we'll come be that body. You don't have to beat a you don't have to book a woman beater to have a show. That's unacceptable. That's yeah. That is the only reason that the only reason PRW is still booking him, Sean, is because of Excalibur. And that's oh. bullshit because Excalibur, Excalibur, no showed Steve and I on three separate occasions. Oh, you got a show coming up? Can I come work? Yeah, be here this date at this time. Never show. Never sent a message. Yep. Then expected work again. It doesn't work like that, kid. Not last time I checked, and I'm not even in the business. And uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know what else to say. If they're going to continue to book him, maybe I'll just have to uh, write an anonymous press release to Chicago about a certain company that wants to book a woman beater. Oh. Maybe that's what needs to happen because I went to the promoter like a man and said, this is what happened. This is what you need to do. To Ivan? Yeah, I went, to, I went directly to Ivan. I asked. I asked C-Red, who is a good friend of mine, I said, who do I need to contact in charge? And he told me, I don't I don't. Wrong. I, I that contact- tells you that I, that tells you how I've many been, places I've been, I've been with him, Sean. Ivan Jerome is what he goes by. Yep. Ivan Tooks? Holy yeah. crap. Yep. Ivan. Ivan Tooks oh, is a longtime friend of mine. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what? I yeah. have his then phone number. I will... I'm going to. Uh, he's going to get a phone call from me tomorrow. He is going to get a phone call from me tomorrow. Oh my. Ivan and Ivan and Chris and Matt all said that it doesn't matter. Oh, well, how can it <laughs> yeah. not matter? Wow. Oh. Hey Jesse. Okay, I'm yeah. getting emotional. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'm trying not to cry. I'm tired of crying. Yeah. Oh, I heard every no, day getting emotion- getting emotional is a different thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I, and that's what I said. Beating me up is one thing. Because I'll wrestle with them. I am not a little girl. I can no, I know, my you're, I know you're not, Steph. I, I know you're not. And I've heard stories I, I, of you and him trading fists. But there is no exactly. reason that he should have ever. There is no reason that he should have ever put his hands on you to begin with. No reason. Well, like I said, I know I can hold my own. I, I'm going daughter... to say the following <laughs> answer, and I don't use this a lot, but I don't care if you were to call him a nigger. That still does not give him a right oh, to put man. his hands on you. Okay, we, okay folks, we I'm normally do not use that word on this network, so uh, sorry, I'm, folks. I'm, my fault. It's okay. But, um, it's okay. I'm going to I'm going to put it like this. My daughter is five foot four. She's built like me. Sean knows I'm not a little girl. I I hold my own. 
the day I watched my daughter pick him up and, and slam him because of how he treated me, I laughed. She's like, you ain't going to say nothing? I said, nope. Why? Why would you? I wouldn't say a damn word. I and I apologize for saying that word, folks, but I, don't, I, I had to make a point. It. Sounds great. If if he were to call her that, that still does not give him. If she were to call him that, that still does not give him a right to put it, her, his hands on her. No. Can I say that word again? I'm not going Nothing to. Nothing does. Nothing does. Thank you. Yeah. And absolutely no. I I yeah. I'm at a loss for words because I tell you I'm right sure now. You know. I got nothing. That's what I I said. This should tell you how many shows I've been to with him. I can tell you the promoters that he's worked with. If NXW wouldn't have closed, he was still trying to wrestle with them. Big Bobby Fisher was trying to open a wrestling in Kankakee. Him, Jim, and Freak all went, and he he hurt Kia. Yeah, because he don't care. No, and he's he's not fully trained. He's getting in his head that he is this big, bad, Billy bad butt and can do whatever he wants. Let's Until he picks the fight with the well, wrong person and then learns the hard way. And, uh, and, and maybe is, that's what it's going to take. This is what hurts me the most. Sean can tell you. I have had Sean's back from the time I got with him. I have had his back on every decision he's made. If he wanted to wrestle, I was right there in his corner. I'm the one that got him there the night that Sean had that that match in Streeter at the PNA Hall. We mm-hmm. fought that night because he got beat. He tried saying it was my fault that he got beat. I said, "No, it's your fault because you suck." How <laughs> was that my fault? Jess, if you would, could you tell Alan to call back in? Yeah, we've already, yeah, yeah, she's already messaged. Yeah, we're already on that. I'm already, I've already sent a message trying to get a hold of him right now. Okay, because he's got nine minutes left to call in before the cutoff time. Um, Folks, we are going to roll, Katie may not be rolling over with us, but we are going to roll over a little bit. It's fine. We're going to roll into a little bit. I've got a message from Alex. Okay. Yeah, we need to get to that. Yeah, we need to get to that. Um, Seth, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I know that you've got work yeah. in the morning. Um, please be I can't available. Work because he's, I can't go to work because there's Why nothing they can do. Wow. So I am right. literally on right. leave so, because of him. Mm. All right. So, Sean, oh so Sean get, get Steph. Get so Steph. You know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead. Steph, cry me. I'm going to put you guys in the green room so that you guys can talk and exchange information. And then uh, that way, cry me in the mor- first thing in the morning, you can go ahead and, uh, and get started on this, okay? Cry me, when you two are done, uh, message me, and I'll bring you back both on for the remainder of the show. All right, here we go, yeah. guys. Yeah, so good. So good. Thank now, you. now Jess is going to read uh, Alex's comment. Okay. Statement. Treatment. I'm ready. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, please. Jess, did we lose you? Oh, no, Jess. Where'd you go? Uh, oh, not my girl. Jessie. Oh, she's here. It says she's here. Jess, 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 Jess. Where'd you go? 
Sorry, I had oh, it on mute. I have children. I ha- I'm sorry, I have children, so I didn't want to be like that crazy mom yelling at her kids. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. Oh, honey. Oh, honey, I've, All right, I've, I've, had, those, I've had those uh, okay. conversations with mothers where it sounds like they have Tourette's syndrome. It's okay. Yeah, and then, okay, we've we got to go do this, this, and this. Put that down. Put those, don't put that in your mouth. I'm going to boot you in the ass. Yeah, and da 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 <laughs> Oh, I know. Yes, I was on a live video earlier today. I was on a live thing, and I threatened to frog splash my child from across the room. I will frog splash you, I swear to God. Okay. So okay, Alex sent this message. All right, this guys, is let's from Alex. This is from Alex, the other victim of sexual assault this weekend. She said, This situation is starting to become way too stressful, and it's bringing up a lot of negative emotions within me. This is a really sensitive topic, and at first I was okay with talking about it, but now I'm not. Do what you need to do to rip down HHCW. But I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable talking about this with myself or even watching or hearing others talking about it, and it's triggering stuff inside me. I don't mean to sound harsh or mean, but today I felt not that great, and with everything that was HHCW that has happened, I just want that fucker torn down. Wow. I, I can't say that I blame her. No, no. no. Uh, and, oh, and, oh, my gosh. And, and the other worker, and I, you know what? I don't know this worker, but you know what? I'm going to put it out there. The worker that sexually assaulted, he goes by the name Insane Wayne. And I'm just going to put it out there because, you know what, at this point, I am not, I am not protecting anybody. Stop anybody, playing. and he's more than welcome to call in and defend himself if he wants. I don't know him. I've never met him. But you know what, it is not okay to put your hands on a woman, whether it is a sexual assault, unwanted sexual advances, or anything like that. It is not okay. We are workers. We belong there. We are not there for you to objectify. I know some of you wish that we would touch you, but in your dreams, cupcakes, none of us want to. Um, we, we, are, we are valued members of the show. We are valued members of the, com- of, of the community. And until you treat us as equals, we're going to come in swinging. And I'm tired. This young lady, this young lady is going through emotional battery, and, and most of it is living in her own head because of the stuff that happened to her at a show in a locker room. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable, unacceptable. This girl did not deserve it. I do not know this worker. I, I, he's more than welcome to defend himself. But you know what? At this point, I don't care. Um, and, and country boy Zach, you're more than welcome to call in. But you know, you know you were wrong and you got disciplined and beat up actually because of this situation by multiple people and he apologized to me and I appreciate that but it's still not okay to put your hands on a woman in a sexual manner or in a physical manner and my heart is absolutely broken for the young lady who was just on um you know we strive for equality in this business and we all know that it is a good old boy business it is a male dominated industry and the only reason that we are getting booked right now is because I sexually objectify myself in sex cells and put the asses in seats. And so I get that. That's our gimmick. And I understand that I get sexual, you know, like sexual attention and stuff like that. But 
for someone to put their hands on me is not acceptable. That is not an acceptable thing. But I'm a stout girl, and I knocked him the hell out, so it's okay. Um, Well, there is a company that I know that Cato works for that I want to alert you of, and I don't know if you went. Uh, They are PWX out of Ottawa, Illinois. And maybe you were at this show with Cato. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you didn't meet Cato then. Uh, Anywhere, there was a show back in June that was run outside of a titty bar and outside of an adult film store, all ages. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cato, Cato and I were not a part of that. I, Cato and I were not tied together at that point in time. Now I do all the booking for him, and, and uh, his wife even jokes that I'm his road wife. Um, he's got two wives, and it's even funnier because he has a tag partner, and we are very blessed to have this tag partner, but his tag partner is gay, and so he's got a, a, a home wife, a road wife, and a side bitch, and that's how we go. Side bitch. Oh, my God. I just want to alert you of this because I saw Cato had worked beast there uh, this last summer. And I do suspect they will be running the same strip club and adult film store again right. when the weather breaks. Um, I, I, had a, I had a guy call in. actually showed up. They're going to make me ill. You were seriously going to make me throw up all over, I swear. Um, oh. They, they oh, ran God. all ages at a 5 o'clock bell time, literally in a field outside of an adult film store in a titty bar. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and and the promoter just, thought and this was a perfectly acceptable thing to do. And I'm sitting here yeah. pulling my oh. hair out. I'm yeah, pulling my hair out. I'm going to tell you even more about this. One, this adult one, one bookstore, this adult bookstore has glory holes in it. Yeah. I've heard, cool. it. I've heard about it. That wow. It, it Craigslist. People used to advertise to meet at this bookstore and glory hole you know, get the glory holes together. Wow. Oh my god. I can uh, assure you the I they, can assure you that Cato is not not I guarantee you he did not go into that. And I guarantee you that, you know, that's just crazy. Well, but from what you've been telling us I can't see him do that. No, he's a, he's a good guy, and and at this point in time, and he's 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 a professional. He's been in this industry for almost fifteen years, and he's got a wife, a road wife, and a side bitch. We all keep him in mind, yep. so there's just no way. But I mean, Kato and I have this great gimmick for after dark shows, but that that gimmick works in after dark shows. It's not with kids involved. We don't. I mean, we. It's very, that's not acceptable. We're very careful about what we say. Matter of fact, usually when we come out, we're very, we're heels, we're very hated, we're very much, you know, we're the, the couple that everybody loves to hate. And we, the first thing we say, he comes out and he'll get in some little kid's face and he's like, I hate kids. And, you know, and it's very much, and we keep it that way. We don't, you know, we don't push it in any level. But in North Dakota, we had we had the tag team and I, and I had a little kid stand up and say, hey, Kato, your slut needs to put some clothes on. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I got more heat in North Dakota 
than both of the boys did. And, like, it was really hard to stay in character because the mom was right there, and she was like, you need to put some clothes on. I'm like, well, your husband doesn't seem to mind. Maybe if you weren't so plain, he wouldn't be looking at me. And that was the end of that conversation. I mean, you know, we, we absolutely... We absolutely throw that heat back and forth because, I mean, we're the assholes. We, we are the hated ones. We are, we are controversial mayhem, and then my boys are the misfits of mayhem. And we absolutely, he is Cato the controversial one. I am Malice Mayhem, and we go through our gimmick, and we play that. And we play off of each other as we're walking into the ring. He grabs my chin, and he makes me stare him directly in the eyes, and it's a power play. And, like, he'll grab the mic and start talking, and I'll grab his hair. And it's a very dominant, you know, we play this dominant thing back and forth, and people love it. However, when we're out of the ring and we're in in the locker room, we're equals. And if anybody else was to treat either one of us that way, one of us would lay the other one out. You know, that just, we will not tolerate people. Our gimmick is our gimmick, and that's it, you know. But when I'm in the locker room, I'm just boring, just blue, don't touch me, don't, you know, like, we can we can bullshit and talk about stuff together, but I'm not there to end up with, um, and, and it happens at every show, I end up with Fuckboy Nation in my inbox, and they all seem to think they want to text me, and I end up with a whole locker room full, but there's difference in them flirting with me in my inbox versus touching me unwanted, you know, because in an inbox, I can hit Delete, ignore, whatever. Touching mm-hmm. me is unacceptable. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, Alan didn't call back. Uh, um, so hopefully we can get a hold of him and uh, maybe we can um, continue he's, a conversation a with, uh, with you and him. I, so. Anytime, anytime. He is a great guy. He is one of the true um, he is one of the good guys left in the business. I mean, he is really a stand-up man, and the fact that Rex basically stole a company out from underneath him because he had a partner and he did a sh- shady thing and cut Allen out and took his partner and took over Indiana, it's absolutely shady. It was shitty, and that's the kind of person that Rex is, and that karma is going to bite him in the ass, and I think it's doing it right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well. um, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised I haven't been hit up. But I also, also, I want to say something. Um, they have thrown Joey Grunge's name through the dirt multiple times. While I have never met Mr. Grunge face to face, he and I have exchanged messages, and he has never been anything but professional with me. <clears throat> he has never been disrespectful, and I just. The fact that they're saying that he hacked his bot, his Facebook, Mr. Grunge has plenty more things to do in his life than to try to get Rex a threesome. Okay, I, I'm I'm really sure of it. So uh, right. it's just, I I so while I'm not trying to throw anybody else's name out there, I, I do feel the need to stand up and defend people who are being wrongfully accused of things. I feel that Joey Grunge was wrongfully accused in this. I feel like Alan Reed was just completely shysted. I feel that poor Alex was absolutely violated. I feel the 16-year-old girl, uh, Dante's sister, was absolutely violated. 
And I, it's just, and anybody who actually um, gets contacted and works for Rex actually ends up getting violated because he is just a piece of shit. Well, mm. and his locker room is well, scum. I, I'm going to say it. Yeah. His locker room is complete utter scum because if there are other people of that locker room besides Rex that are allowing that to happen that are on his booking team, they all deserve to be fired. The problem is, is Rex isn't in his locker room. He doesn't have a gorilla in his locker room or somebody who's in charge. He's got all of these greener-than-goose shit kids walking around. The people like um, the Reckoning Tim, um, I can't think of Tim's last name, but he's out working, and usually he's there long enough to go out, do his shtick, and then he's off because he's usually double-booked on shows. So there's not somebody babysitting these children back there not to mention the fact that these children aren't being trained. Because the first thing, not only should you be trained, when you're a worker, you shouldn't be trained only how to work in the ring, but how to conduct yourself outside the ring. And that means from walking in the building and conducting yourself to treating people with respect to just, you know, etiquette, 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 etiquette. This business is not just about taking bumps in a ring. It's about being professional all the way across the board. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a, it's a, Jess, it's a story that I've uh, relayed on Facebook a few times. Uh, I've never talked about it on the air. Uh, I worked with uh, Kevin Washholes, a.k.a. Kevin Kelly, a.k.a. Nails, um, right after he got off of WWF TV uh, for um, Windy City. The first night that he worked for us, we were sitting in the locker room all getting ready in that he walks in the door i'm like the first person he sees because i'm right past the door the first thing he does is he comes over to me extends his hand hi i'm kevin nice to meet you and i introduce myself he went around the entire locker room That's and, how it's supposed to happen. and this is the guy who just yeah and this is a this is a star this is a big star who just came off of off of uh international TV and he's walking around acting like like the rookie. He's you know, going around to everybody you know, and then treating them like they're all the stars and that. And it's one of those things that I've oh I've always had you know, there are certain guys I, I love and respect that are friends of mine that are big names in this business. Kevin is one of those guys that I hold up on an even higher pedestal because of the fact that that is exactly how he conducted himself and That's continued to conduct That's himself fantastic. every time, you know, that uh, we did. Um, and uh, I know, I know you probably got Katie's message in that, but uh, I want to say, you know, she said that uh, she, you know, it was great having, having you on. It's, you know, and please stay on, you know, Keep you know, keep on here with me for a while. And that uh, she says she's sorry that she dropped, that uh, she enjoyed you, she loves you. Um, and uh, hey, anytime you want to, anytime you want to call in. And uh, now that you have the number, we're on Tuesday nights. Normally, a Tuesday night show is a uh, is a uh, review of SmackDown and uh, and Raw and reports on wrestling news. But uh, this was just we felt was too important to 
let go. So this is why we did this and that. But uh, you are welcome to call in on that. I we hope you will continue you. to listen. Wednesday night I is I appreciate a, you guys uh, so much. Well, thank you. The, the feeling is mutual, my dear. Wednesday and night Wednesday is our interview show. And We'd love that, to get uh, you guys on. Tomorrow night we'll have the punk rock queen out of the East Coast. He is the openly gay punk rock queen. Jamie Senegal will be with us to talk about his struggles as being a gay wrestler, um, having his photos leaked, the importance of mental health, what wrestlers on the road really go through when they're traveling up and down the roads, what mental health issues wrestlers go through, and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people do not realize that when a wrestler goes on the road for 360 days a year, they can leave in a happy mood but come back a completely different person. Uh, we during Christmas time we had six shows, 600 miles or 3,600 miles. Uh, we missed Christmas. We missed we missed a lot of things, and it was I mean it was to the point where my my partner is my best friend, and Cato and I are like, you know, sick as thieves, but it was to the point where we were both so bummed and so depressed, but I mean, you know, their show must go on and we, we lace up our boots and we go out and we put on a show. So let me tell you when you're away from your family and, you know, uh, um, I had a death in my family. He found out his animal is sick and having to be put to sleep and, you know, like, all of this stuff is happening while we are on the road. I have a small child oh, at Lord. home. He, you know, we had all of this stuff happen in two and a half weeks on top of having pneumonia, being sick as a dog. And yet we still showed up, did the job, and did what we had to do. But it was hard. It was really hard. And and this was the only weekend. This is the only weekend we have off. And then this weekend we're hitting it again, and we're going, and we're going. And it's it's tough, and you know, and we yeah. have places that tell us, do not let your tag team partner openly admit he's gay. And 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 it's absolutely just, and he's not he's not flamboyantly gay, you know. And and, and there's times where I'm like, come here, you big boy, come make out with me, and I'll do that just to like, if anybody starts to give him shit, because. Those are my boys, and I will absolutely fight for them. But it's, you know, when you have a gay man, a female, and then Cato, which he is the diva of all of us, and we're on the road, it, it's, it's stressful. And, and so the road, it's not glamorous. It's, it's not glamorous at all. No. And trust me, uh, I am Illinois' only openly gay promoter. I'm the only one there is, so... Um, you know, my hat's off to you. My hat's off to you, sweetheart, uh, because I, uh, I believe your sexual orientation has nothing to do with the job that you can do, because you know what? Obviously, Rex is a straight man and he's a fucking piece of shit. So, yeah. I mean, it has nothing to do. Your sexual orientation has nothing to do with your ability to do your job. That's exactly it. And, uh, you know. I don't. I am glad that I never went down and worked for Rex because I would have called it what it was. I had to walk away from a company uh, this past June because I went down there and was blown away by what I saw and not in a good way. And the promoter mm. goes, "Well, how how did you like it? You want my honest opinion or you want me to lie to you?" And, he and goes to have, here's the, he, 
he chose to have my honest opinion and didn't care for it too much. So I wasn't I wasn't asked to come back there. I try very hard to be humble and not to not to disrespect because I was taught a long time ago. You know, a lot of people say don't bite the hand that feeds you, but I was taught don't bite hands because you don't know which hand is going to feed you. So I don't go around trashing promoters. I will not trash promotions because I just simply will remove myself from the equation. And I, you know, because I, and I really, really kind of like cringed when this story went as viral as it went, because I was like, oh, great. Promoters are going to look at me like that's the girl that's causing shit for this show in Illinois, you know, and, and I haven't, caught any backlash except from Rex and his sea cow of a girlfriend and I could care less but um, I I just have no desire to be labeled you know somebody who's a troublemaker I, I want nothing but to be successful and I certainly don't want to bring down anything that Cato does because Cato is actually Cato's my champion and I will fight for him, and I will fight for him and fight for him. I'm the manager. I'm just the distraction. I'm the bitch that climbs the apron, smacks some people around, causes the distraction, you know, flirts with the rest, does whatever I have to do to make sure that he wins, you know. And, and same, with my, same with my tag team champion, you know. But um, I, I just, you know, like, I don't want anything that I do to mess with their careers because they have worked so hard to hone their skills and to do what they do in the ring. But I am also not going to allow somebody to sexually, you know, to, to treat me, to assault me or to actually treat my, one of my wrestlers like crap because he's gay. Now, if he were throwing himself or being disrespectful to the men in the locker room, I would smack him around myself and I would be like, no, but he is the most respectful man I've ever met. And if you didn't know he was gay, if, if somebody didn't tell you he was gay, he wouldn't because his sexuality doesn't play into it. He's a professional. He's a wrestler. He's a worker. We're there to do our job. Well, and this is, this is where the problem in lied with me and Rex when he found out I have HIV. I said, so fucking what? Who cares? He says, well, you're, you're a risk to my locker room. I said, is a fucking ring announcer? I said, are you kidding me? Yeah. Last time I checked, a yeah. ring announcer doesn't share any bodily fluids. With, unless you're sexually assaulting people. And then, you know, if the locker room was going to sexually assault you, which as the ring announcer, I was sexually assaulted. So maybe that's how you would have been the risk to the locker room. <laughs> so I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, oh. Jess, that's 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 beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, I, I just, I, mean, I, I just, you know, at this point, and you know what? In October, I wish no ill to Rex, even after he called my partner's wife and said, "Hey, they're sleeping together." You know, I still didn't. I, I, I kind of wanted to drive to Illinois and choke him out, but then I realized that I couldn't put my hands around his fat neck. So that wouldn't have happened. Um, and I let it go. And are we talking about December, rescue? Yes. Yes, we are. I and don't like in, him. <laughs> I don't blame in you. This, in December. No, he's he's trying to look Shawan. 
And in December. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, honestly, Why at this point, he has gained. He has gained so much weight. He is the shape of a Hershey's kiss. Don't insult the Hershey's kiss like that. I like <laughs> he really is. He really is one of the hippos from Fantasia, except that he probably can't dance and doesn't have a tutu. But if you were put a, cat, a tutu on his pink leotard wearing ass, he would look like a freaking dancing hippo from Fantasia. Like I, I he just, does on a tutu. You know, sure do. Uh, oh my god. Well, he would be the I, only one to book Shawan and uh, Step. That's not a legitimate company. Uh, he w- Shawan would be working in front of 15 people, mostly Rex Gill's family and friends, and uh, Shawan wouldn't get paid for it. We just had a guy on here tonight. Home across, and the special needs home across the way, but he better be before intermission because they all have a curfew and have to be in before 9 o'clock or something. I don't know. So, like, you know, literally, if there is more than 10 people there, it's before intermission, and 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 the last show I worked, um, Rex Gill's unstable dad actually threatened to physically assault me because he was he somebody had brought in a dog, and they were right. holding the dog, and he went over and insulted the person and racially insulted the person about the dog, and it was done. And there was a match going on, and this guy is screaming at this person while the match is going on. And I went over there and was like, hey, calm down. Come on, come on. It's settled. They're leaving. It's settled. And he was like, fuck you, bitch, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not like, you know, like, I may be a bitch, but I ain't your bitch, so let's let's fight. You know, I'm like, you need to shut your mouth right there. Stop. And he's like, I'll take you out. And I was like, swing on me because it'll be the last thing you do, cupcake. And, like, that was just, like, his his own unstable oh, dad was coming after me. So that's like it was just a complete and utter shit show, and and so I I just that's the one down in Mount Alaska, isn't it? Yeah, that's it the one is. that just got caught. Yeah, he had a sixteen-year-old. He just had a sexual uh, aggravated sexual Pure assault sexual. happen. Two sexual assaults yeah. happened in his locker room recently. And and well, so I just like have no desire, no desire. Like, and I tried in December. I said, hey, look, you know, we understand that you're now taking over Indiana. You know, maybe maybe we can help you, maybe, you know. And so we talked to him, and he was – and so then they didn't want to book us because they can't afford our booking fees. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And I let it go. But then when I found out another girl who is, God love her, tearing herself to pieces as we speak about being sexually assaulted on the 29th, when I found that out, I was like, you know what? Nah, nah, this is not okay. This is not acceptable. I'm 43 years old. I'm old enough to be this girl's mama. I'm definitely old enough to be the 16-year-old girl's mama. These are my girls now. I'm going to fight for them because they are not they are not strong enough to fight. And it's not that they're not strong enough. They're not experienced enough to fight for themselves and to take on this kind of pressure. So I decided, you know what? I have I have over 2,000 friends on my Facebook. Most of them are wrestlers and promoters. Let's go. And so the story's been shared over 250 times. It's been featured on Trash Baggers, Butthurt Trash Baggers Network, 
creeper something um you're not getting booked it's been it's been like every morning i wake up to new places that it's at and i'm like holy cow this thing has grown leaps and bounds yes go ahead steph um T-Sun requested me, and it asked me about Shawan. And I messaged him, and I haven't been, I, I, I left Shawan in October because of some personal issues for me, uh-huh. because I thought it would be best for me. Right. And I messaged him back, and then he, I messaged him back, and I wasn't rude, and I wasn't ignorant. I told him, I said, if you want to talk to my husband, you talk to my husband. Don't ask me questions. Don't ask me about a wrestling show. None of it. Well, Apocalypse told me that you run him. I says, well, Apocalypse can kiss my ass because Apocalypse don't run nothing. <laughs> I said, Apocalypse don't know nothing about me. He said, so where's your husband at? I says, like I just told you, if you're looking for my husband, message him. Don't ask me nothing because I'm not keeping track of him. Apocalypse messaged me. Me and Darnell are friends. I love uh-huh. Darnell to death. And I told him, I says, look, I'm going to call you through Facebook and I'm going to tell you a thing or ten. And if you don't get your guy under control, me and you are going to have issues. So I called Darnell. I said, check this out. If your homies don't need to message me about Shawan, if they want to find Shawan, they can find Shawan. Y'all are some sick fucking individuals that like little kids go on about your business. Darnell's like, what are you talking about? Because I had heard about what she was just talking about with uh-huh. the little kids. And that's what made me think about everything in the whole concept because I've heard a whole lot of things about a whole lot of things yeah. in the wrestling stuff. And it happens in Chicago with all them little yahoos and the little girls up there that he yep. does wrestle for. Yep. <laughs> and I told him, I said, y'all can just delete me from your wrestling shit. I don't care about none of y'all. Y'all are some sick individuals. Well, Darnell proceeded to ask me what was going on with me and Shawan. And like I said, Sean, that last show that you did with that he worked for you, uh-huh. that's when everything went to shit because I told him the truth. Shawan cannot take the truth at all. It hurts his feelings, and he doesn't know how to accept it. Mm. For his wife to tell him, you got beat on your own because you suck. No, he's, uh, I wish he would have come to me or, or the other Booker man that was there that night and asked me why he lost. This was your first night here. Welcome to the business, kid. See, Joey Grunge let yeah. him win how many matches? And I asked that's Joey, on, why would you do that? Uh, that's yeah. on Joey. I would uh, look. I never saw Shawan as the next. Uh, uh, who can I? Who can I use this? I never saw him as a rapping wrestler or anything like that. You know, I want. I want, here's the guy I can use. He's somewhat local. He might be able to sell some tickets. He might be good in the ring. And after I saw him the first time, Steve looked it over, and he went, where did you get this kid? And I said, everybody put in a good word for him. He said, no. He said, that, that kid, and we didn't book him again after that. And he got, he got really offended yeah. by that. 
He got really upset by that. I know we did. That's who got the kid I, into the deal. I said, I said, this kid is garbage. We are not ever using him again. But you got the shit into the deal for that because he wasn't man enough I to accept it. I told him he sucks. <laughs> and that's what I told him. I said, if you can't accept your wife's truth, how are you going to go try to be something else? I'm telling you because I love you. I I wish he would have come to me. Why did I lose? This is not a business about winning losses, buddy. This is about a business paying your dues. It was his first night working for me. I'd never met the guy before. He showed up late. He was lucky I let him work to begin with. Partially my fault. I was at work, and then the roads were slick coming from Pontiac. Well, uh, that's why I didn't fault you guys, because everybody got there late. (laughs) Because we were in the middle of a damn snowstorm. Damn Illinois weather. Uh, but when you're working for somebody I mean, for the hey. first time, you show up on time, you, you shake everybody's hands. He didn't even come in and introduce himself. I had to go find him and went, Oh, you're the new guy. And that's like, funny because my cousin, like he was following him and I said, why? Why would you want to follow somebody that can't wrestle? I asked him, I said, you know who you kind of remind me of? He said, who? I said, (laughs) R-Truth. The only only difference between Shawan and R-Truth is R-Truth is actually talented. Yeah. The only difference between Shawan, here's my difference between Shawan and R-Truth. Are you ready? He's on TV. That's because he's got the challenge to be on TV. Crimey, you got anything else to add? Crimey, you got anything else to add? Looks like I'm going to have to call in tomorrow night to promote my show because I was going to – I intended to talk about that some tonight, but this other topic was far more important. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. You're good. No, don't be sorry. No, we needed this tonight, guys. Yeah. We have and we have I'm brought some of the most controversial things uh, that have happened in this business out into the light. We were one of the first people to break the disaster in Dudleyville where Paul Orndorff almost got arrested for beating the shit out of a promoter that wrote him a fake check with his parents' checkbook. Mm. Yeah. And a whole lot of other things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and a whole yeah. lot of other things. I mean, uh, we yeah. we covered a, that. We covered. Promoter, we covered well, I, yeah, I will hold a promoter that tomorrow. was using children. Yeah. On his on his live events and sexually harassing women in his locker room. Yep. So it was a double whammy. Yeah, that was a My double thing. whammy. I. We also exposed the. Uh, hold on one second, Seth. We also exposed mm-hmm. the. Uh, uh, infamous uh, hardcore road trip where guys were booked from the United States and were stranded over in Canada with no way to get back. Oh, Lord. Boy, that's... Yeah, that's that insane. was... Uh, oh, my God. You talk about fans, die, some diehard fans. Some diehard fans took these people that got cr- stranded up there into their homes and gave them shelter and a place to stay. Otherwise, they would have been on the streets in Canada. With no right. money, yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do some, in that yeah, situation? 
Right. Some of these people took their own cars because they had passports and and drove and drove these guys back here into the US. Some yep. of them even gave them airfare so they could so they could get uh get their flights home and that. I mean this this is an industry that we live in that I have been a part of for 16 plus years. Steve Kane has been a part of uh, about 30 plus years, um, and I don't fool around. I don't take no shit from nobody. Uh, that's why when when I found this out about Shawan and and really got the dirty details about it, I said, "Hold the phone." I said, "I got something to fix his ass." He'll never. He will never wrestle for anybody in the state of Illinois after tomorrow. Outside of Rex Gale. Because if Ivan decides he's going to keep booking him, I've got some news for Ivan. Either Steve Kane or I will write up a nice little report to the Chicago Sun-Times and any other paper in the Chicagoland area that will take it and put that company on blast. And then they can worry about their reputation with that. Well, I'm going to have a long phone conversation with Ivan tomorrow now that I – know about this because i've been friends with ivan for almost 30 years we started out at windy city both of us together and that i wound up uh i wound up working and helping run his uh iuwa for several years and that so if so if so if there's going to be something like this going on he's going to hear from me about it and uh hopefully one phone call from his longtime friend will uh, take care of this situation. If it doesn't, then How yeah, close are you guys he's, to he's getting put up. Well, huh? Joey, Joey, we 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 work cooperatively with Joey on stuff. Joey's not booking him again. Joey fired him. No, Joey, no, listen. Go ahead. Do you know another reason Joey fired him? Huh? Huh? No. No, tell us. Same reason as that was going on with Rexville. Only Shawan was doing it with all the, all the crowd. The rest of the Wow. Especially making There's an infestation at every. There's an infestation at every show except for Rex's because you have to have a crowd to have ring wraps. Yeah. Uh, there was yep. quite a few of those. And they all came at me, oh, and I was just like, I don't care. Y'all can have them. Huh. I don't care. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't that, blame that, you at all. I don't blame that, you one bit. Yeah. But... And Joey took him back. This is why I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm beating myself up because Joey took him back before this. He's wrestled for Joey again since then. Right. Um, Me and Joey Grunge do not like each other. Okay, good to know. Because I have a mouth. Because I don't bite my tongue. You're not going to talk any kind of way to me and expect me not to talk back. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I said, the last time I seen Joey Grunge was in Bartonville. When everything came to a head and I was there, everything came to me through text messages, through messenger, through everything. And I told Joey Grunge, she said, Stephanie, just let it go. I said, how the fuck you expect me to, excuse my French, how the fuck you expect me no, to let no. it go when they're blowing my phone up? If you can't fix it, then get rid of it. 
Yeah. If you can't stop your little tricks from messing with him, because everybody wants to be the bad guy, I said, mine's the only, only black guy wrestling besides Khalil with Joey. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a racial thing, but I know how a lot of females are. And I told yeah, every last one. I said, if you guys have an issue with my husband, we can go outside. We can talk like grown Amen, women. sister. Amen, sister. We can talk like grown women, or we can do what y'all think you want to do. If you're going to threaten to whoop my ass, you're going to do it one-on-one. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to take, I'm going to take blows and I'm going to give blows. But you ain't going to run to Joey. You ain't going to run nowhere. If you got a problem, you come to me like a grown-ass woman. And Joey's like, Stephanie, you can't be in here. I'm like, well, what the fuck ever, because it ain't about nothing no way, because me and Shawana are leaving as soon as his match is over. Well, he's the first match. Good. Get it done. So I get the fuck away from you idiots. Apocalypse was like, Stephanie, why are you so mad? I said, because you guys are stupid. You're nothing. You're never going to go nowhere. You're stuck in a fucking building that you, what are you getting out of it? You're the next match. You're done as soon as he's done. You're not a main match. You're not the main the main ring thing. Joey Grunge is always the main match. You will never be a main match show. You're never going to get nothing but $20. That's it. And Joey got mad because I put it all out there. That's hey, what his wrestlers a- make. That's on, that's, on, that's on Joey. That's on Joey. <laughs> Joey and I uh, get along. He's going to be bringing me ring. Uh, I'm running his ring in September because um, I can't get anybody else's. But, uh, you I'm know. I'm sure you uh, can uh, wreck this piece of shit. No, thank you. I want my wrestlers <laughs> to live after that, after that show. I'm just um, kidding, sweetheart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> I've had my differences yeah. with Joey. I've had yeah. my differences like with Tracy's mother. Um, I know what Joey pays his boys. Do I agree with it? No. That's why some of them have left. That's why some of the ones that I started booking that Joey later booked are now gone from that company because they couldn't come to an agreement. And I love Joey to death, but there are certain things that he does that I don't agree with. And the way he disrespected you and just told you, just dismissed everything, I'll just let it go, Steph. No, that's bullshit. You're a promoter. Man up and deal with your business. Well, that's what I said. Yep. I can, Sean, like I just told you, I know I can fight. I, t- I hold my own. I don't get in the ring, but I bet you if I was a boxer, I'd kick ass. Floyd Mayweather ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I love this girl. I love this girl. I I I I hope someday I get to meet you and shake your hand, sweetheart, because you sound because like I a badass try. bitch. Shawan Shawan never would have beat me if he never would have used an object. If he never would have choke slammed me, he can't beat me mm. fist on fist. Well, I'll tell you and what, Joseph. If we if we can if we wind up if we can wind up booking you for a date. We'll make sure that uh, we get Steph there, and that, and uh, we'll Shawan make sure there, that the two of you. Get because I could take him. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Give no, me no, no. my opportunity. He ain't, he ain't, That's all he ain't I stepping, ask. He ain't stepping foot. He ain't stepping foot in any company that Sean and I run. 
never okay, again. Okay, well, you ain't got to put him uh-uh. in the ring. Just get in there. Let me look. We can beat him up in the back. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm in. I got you, girl. I got you. We can park him up in. I will. I will. Hell yeah, I'm in. I will. I, I will. My opportunity. Back. You just That's all I got your back anytime. I got your back anytime. Like I, you are my sister now from another mister. My heart goes out to you. I, I have no room in my heart for woman beaters. Um, and you know what? It's I just not acceptable. So yeah, I, I. You are you are now my sister in my heart, and I will fight any battle for you at any time. That's what's <laughs> funny is I I do more for the wrestling people. Mike and them, Mike Manahan, they can't stand Sharon. Kyle will be the first one. Stephanie, you okay? No, I don't really feel like talking, Kyle. Well, when you do, girl, I was like, no, don't ever call me girl again. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> Chris Patton scene, I, I went to Chris Patton, and I showed Chris everything. Because, like Spragan just said, the girl that bailed Shawan out has been in love with my husband for years. And I, I told her the other day, I says, you can have him, because he don't claim you. But guess what? Anybody that he don't claim that y'all got, y'all can have him, because I'm not claiming him. The only thing I have of his is his last name. That's it. And I don't even want it. I don't blame you. I said I'm taking the wrestling career that I started, that I promoted, that I paid for. All his wrestling gear that he's got right now, I paid for. I said he'll never use it again, so he may as well just hang it in the closet and save it because it ain't about shit to him. Mm Mm-mm. Because well. y'all can just y'all can just keep him, because in the long run, he's calling my phone, telling me how much he loves me. He's ready to come home. He's sorry. I said, Sue, you ain't never been nothing but a ring rat and trash. He's never gonna tell you he loves you. He's never gonna be with you like that. He's never gonna marry you. And Jim Lurz is like, yes they are, yes they are, yes they are. I don't care. Y'all can think what you want. Take him. Keep him the fuck away from me. Well, Lurz is a piece can't. of shit anyway. Let me let me tell you something about Mr. Lurz. Lurz had this l- lovely idea when I left Streeter and moved operations to Princeton before I canceled my show in 2017, uh, in September of 2017. At the so Y? Uh, I had the show at the Y, and then I had one in September that was supposed to be at the Bureau County Fairgrounds in Princeton, but I had to cancel it. But I'll tell okay. you, there were a lot of people that uh, Mr. Lurz thought that it was a mistake for me to leave Streeter. I said, we're losing money. Hand over fist. What do you want me to do? Oh, you need to stay in Streeter. You need to stay in Streeter. Can I so tell then, you a secret? He was supposed to open one last last year in May. Where is it at? Bingo. Bingo. Oh, that's right. It's at Walmart every day. That's where his show was at. He, he claimed he was going to be the guy to put me and Steve out of business. Funny, Steve and I have a show this June. Where's his show at? At Walmart yep. in the Bay section, <laughs> stock shelves. Yeah, there you go. I don't have a use for Mr. Lurs. I booked him for one show, found out how bad he sucked, and cut him loose. Kenneth, look, all the wrestlers that are in this town, 
don't like me. You know Tay Jenkins, right? Uh, who's that? Tay Dizzle. What? Tay Dizzle. No. He was uh, Shawan's tag partner for Revolution. I don't know him. Well, you aren't missing nothing because he sucks just as bad as him and Shawan. Good Jim and Shawan. <laughs> there were a lot he of the wrestlers. He's a wrestler. Well, they all everybody that worked for everybody that worked for Revolution thought they was thought they were wrestler, and this is what I've I've got to play this for you because you've never heard it, and uh, Jess will get a kick out of it. This is what are you we talking had about say. your your Are you talking about your um your disc to Revolution? Yeah, have you ever heard that? How do you think I heard about it? Oh, Shawan oh. played it. He went off the wall. I said, but I bet you if he called you to book you, you'd be right there. So shut up. I'm going to play this for Jess. Jess, this, is, this was an actual wrestling company running uh, in a town that I took over. They were running free shows in a parking lot and couldn't even draw 20 people. Brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? I said, brothers and sisters, are you wanting to become a professional wrestler? But you don't want to pay the dues of actually going through real training. Going from town to town, setting up rings, putting them down, and actually learning how to do these things. Well, you don't have to, because hallelujah, you can come to Revolution Wrestling, and you can learn using our patented training method of watching Raw and SmackDown and trying to learn those moves. And if you get hurt, well, we don't have no insurance, but by golly, I'm a minister, and I do have connections with the man upstairs, and we will pray for you to get healed. Hallelujah. Now, if you want to become a professional wrestler and amaze and entertain your family and friends, we guarantee that you will be able to be a professional wrestler within just two weeks using our patented training methods. So come on down, join us at Revolution Wrestling. That's right, Revolution Wrestling, where we don't train by the normal methods. We like the backyard way best. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. And pass the offering plate, because we need your money. Amen. Oh, my fucking God, I am fucking dying. (laughs) (laughs) This is where my husband started. (laughs) Oh, my fucking, I am, I am, I near my God to thee. Praise the Lord and friends, put your hands on the TV and feel the power of Jesus. Oh, my Lord, I am dying. Did you hear me? Hallelujah. Did, did you hear what I said? Praise God. Go ahead, Sam. And send me your money. <laughs> yeah, that's where Thank your husband started. This, this is where my husband started. Mind you, are you ready to really laugh? When my husband started wrestling, it was as a bodyguard for a child molester that is a registered sex offender as we speak right now. Wow. You know Cletus, don't you, Sean? Uh, I've never met Cletus. 
okay, well, when Shawan started wrestling, that was who he was protecting. Huh. I said, so you're going to protect a child molester. You're about a sick fuck. There you go. Yeah. Been there, been, de- oh, yeah. been there, been down that road. Uh, I had one working for me and didn't even realize it. And I had to get rid of him because he caused a lot of drama for me when I was running Streeter. Lost me damn near two buildings. Lost me damn near two buildings. I, I said, get the fuck out of here, you dumb son of a bitch. The first mistake he made was fucking me on payroll. That was the first mistake. Am I, are you talking about the one I think you're talking about? Big Daddy. From the PNA? Yeah. Yep. That motherfucker, oh, I had to learn the hard way, Steph. And I wish I didn't have to, but I worked for the man before over in Iowa. He treated me well. He paid me. Never had an issue. Never never had a doubt cross my mind. He come to the PNA hall. He calls me three days before the show. Sean, I don't have my money to cover my share of payroll. All right, I'll drop a contract. I'll cover it, Brian. No big deal. So then uh, we do that show. He was supposed to show up with the belts. Didn't show up with the belts. Was supposed to stay in the locker room. Didn't stay in the locker room. And is that the one ru- that was drunk? No, the people that were drunk were the people from the building, and they were assholes. That's the reason I've never ru- never run, and probably will never run the PNA Hall again, because I booked it through a sweet old lady, and she had her cronies the be swirl. there that night. She she had her now, cronies so be. Here's the funny part about that one. The ones that were there are no longer there. Do you know why? No. Okay, the Swiddles are my my little sister's husband's best friend. Uh Uh-huh. So I told them, I said, you know, I was at the show. They had a lot of complaints about it. And Ashley, my little sister that's married to all of them, asked me, she's like, was Shawana in that show, Stephanie? I said, yeah. She said, so you were there? I said, yeah, I was there. I go to every show that he's at, if unless we're arguing or whatever. I said, why? She says, because there's been a lot of complaints. I said, they were ignorant folks, yeah. She's like, I'm coming to get you. We're going to go talk to Miss Swiddle. I said, okay. I go to Miss Swiddle's, and she asked what had happened. I said, they are loud, belligerent stupid fucks that just have no care in the world about anybody else. I says, they're there making money, and you guys got paid for the money for the show, and your people decided that they just wanted to be dicks. Which is pretty much how it happened. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So the one guy guy got into uh, um, oh, God, Sean Phillip, Mickey Knuckles' face. Yep. After yeah. she has suffered a concussion. Let me tell you something about Mickey and Knuckles been... for anybody that doesn't know her. I have seen that girl lay out guys three to five times my size. She would have laid is them. Is that one... that one that was? Is that the big girl? Yeah. That was in the yeah. that was in the last match that threw Swan out. As a matter of fact, I was like, good. Somebody needs to. Yeah. Yep. That was yeah, her. That was her. So see, you know, Mickey Knuckles is a bad bitch. I would not want to meet her in an alley. I would not want to meet her in a ring. I'm just gonna put that out there. She's a bad bitch. Nothing but respect. Go ahead, Steph. Well, the Swiddles says, "Well, here's how I'm gonna fix that." They called 
them. They called them that same while I was sitting right there. And they kept saying that they wasn't doing nothing, that they didn't do nothing, and they didn't do nothing, and they was just drinking and having fun. I says, well, I wasn't drinking. I sat there. My husband was in the match. I says, I watched them get stupid. I says, they got in one of the wrestlers' faces. I said, so if that's doing your job, having fun, and you're making a paycheck from the people that run the hall, where are you making money? Right. And Ms. Swiddle said, Stephanie, I love you. I said, I'm just trying to throw this out here. I'm just trying to understand everybody's situation. I says, because now you're ass out because you're not going to get somebody else to rent the, to rent the hall to do a show like that that has people coming like that because your employees are stupid. So Miss Swiddle called them right there and she says, y'all are done. Don't ask me to help. Don't ask me to for a job. Don't ask me to book to to have you help me. I said, well, I'm not trying to get them fired, but I'm just being honest. I said, I have no reason to sit here and tell you that they're just the sweetest, peachiest people in the world when they're not. No, and it 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 started it started with us having to start half an hour late because of the weather, because all the wrestlers weren't there, and then they jumped right. all over me for that. And then they jumped all over me for this and this and this and this and this. They got in Kevin's face, and Kevin almost stood up to one of them. Thank God he didn't. But they got in Kevin's face. They got in my announcer's face. They got in wrestlers' faces. That ain't the way I do business, and I told them that. They came to me demanding more money. I called Roseanne, who is the owner of the PNA, on Monday morning after the event. I said, what do I owe you? I don't know yet, Sean. We'll deal with it later. I called her in April because I was going to run a show in April before AAW hit me with a really big fucking side swing and totally knocked me six feet back. Because originally, my show was going to be in April with Adam Rose. Well, AAW caught wind that I was going to book Adam Rose and booked him two months in a row back to back before my event in April. They booked him February and March. And I said, I'm not bringing him in now. And Roseanne says, well, can you still do a show? Yeah, I can still do a show. But she played bullshit with me and went to bat for her boys, so I said, fuck it. And that's when I booked the YMCA. And the YMCA I'll never deal with again because they wanted to put restrictions on that show. They wanted to say, this needs to happen and this needs to happen. Who the fuck are you? Are you paying my bills? Are you paying for my talent? Hey, Sean. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, ain't I the one that – Message you about Shawan and not being in jail and all that other shit. And I told you you might want to watch what happens with the Y. Yeah. That yeah. you listen. Because I was born and raised in this town. That. <laughs> that YMCA I will never run again, and they should have never been given a million dollars because the guy that's in charge has no idea how to spend it. And it's uh, funny because here's my thing: is any place in town, if you ever want to ask questions, don't hesitate. Okay. I, I will do my research. Born and raised here, I pretty much know everyone. Okay. I appreciate that. Got stuff. Between me and Freak, we know everyone. <laughs> and me and Freak are, like, really good friends. So... Yeah, I, I know. I know he came. Day. I know he came to bat for you and almost beat the shit out of Shawan. So, oh no, he did. Would've. He did. 
I watched him bounce his head off the light pole while he was hanging him by his throat. Got mm-hmm. Okay. If I were any wow. bigger of a man, you've met me, Seth. I'm not that big, but if I were any bigger of a man, I'd take care of him myself. Um, well, DJ Freak <coughs> seen him one night grab me at, at, at the bar by my throat because some guy was talking to me and he thought it was something different. Grabbed me by my throat. DJ grabbed him by his and hung him by the light pole. He says, if I ever see you touch Stephanie like that again, this is what's going to happen every rip. Would DJ see me after Monday? He says, where is he at? I said, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Just like I don't know where he's at right now, but I know my dog is, like, facing the floor, watching every window. So he's probably outside my house because it's just uh, me and my daughter here. Hey. You know what to do if he uh, comes busting through that door. Yeah, I don't Lord, think he's I, dumb enough. I, I know streeter police aren't that good, but it, uh, I'm praying to God they'll do their job and protect you. If they don't, my yeah. uncle's the chief of police. That's the only reason he went to jail Monday, because he was on duty. Didn't know that. That's good to know. <laughs> oh, wow. Officer yeah. Turner. Officer Turner. That is my mm-hmm. uncle. Detective Turner is my cousin. Grew up with Troy, Troy Dodge. Used to beat up Chris Osborne. Uh, I know all cops. Um, and this is what he doesn't understand. You're not well, going to get away with shit in Streeter. No. Mm. Not many very not very many people do in this day and age. All right. Well, I want to thank Jess and I want to thank Steph for uh, being brave women and coming forward with their stories tonight and their statements about these yeah. ongoing pressing issues that are affecting our state uh, of Illinois and the wrestling and, team. And Alex, by way of Jess, we definitely want to thank her because that's she's very brave to even issue out a statement. That's correct. I want to send everybody a reminder for tomorrow night. Tomorrow night will be all about tolerance. If you are homophobic, transphobic, or anything like that, I highly suggest you don't call my airspace tomorrow. Right. Oh, well, sure. Or if you have, or if I, you I, have any issues with uh, somebody with, uh, you know, who's uh, battling uh, mental illness issues. Yes. Don't bother. They're battling Much mental love. illness. What do How you mean by that one? What? I said, what do you mean by babbling mental illness? Um, we have somebody tomorrow that's going to be on the program tomorrow night. That's going to be on the program that uh, suffers from depression, and I think uh, maybe even a little bit of bipolar too. So, if you're sensitive to that sort of thing, don't tune in tomorrow night because we're going to be um, talking about that. Um, can I tell you a secret? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think I might want to. Because my sister just hung herself in October. Well, uh, I, I oh, would love God. to have you call in, Steph. Um, he will be talking <laughs> about he will be talking about the importance of uh, the trials and tribulations he's gone through as an openly gay wrestler. Uh, what wrestlers deal with being on the road for extended periods of time and being away from their family and loved ones and uh, having his photos leaked by somebody that he thought was his friend, and all of that, um, we're going to be joined by the punk rock queen, Jamie Senegal of the East Coast, and I'm excited. Uh, he's, he's been very vocal about what's going on with him, as these two women have been, so 
Hopefully we'll get something accomplished. I want to thank all of our guests that have called in tonight. This has been a 2018 Rampage production. This has been Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil. Make sure you join us back here in the same bat channel, different bat time of 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, 9 o'clock Eastern tomorrow night, right back here on the Evolution Radio Network. For myself and Chaotic Katie, I'd like to say thank you to everyone. And uh, mm-hmm. let's let's and, try to take care and, of one of each other back. Uh, let's try to take care of each other in this business. Let's not have 2019 yeah. be more of this bullshit. Because that's what this is, right? I'm not in the wrestling stuff, but I am. I know. I know. Yeah. Hey. You're you're family, so you're part of it. And to us, you are family, Steph. Much love to Steph. You're my new sister from another mister. At this point, I want to start an Amtrak Federation to uh, put a train wreck to all these damn these damn promotions that are just absolutely just shit shows. I'm 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 gonna call them the Amtrak Federation at this point. My name is Jess Blue. You guys can look me up. Cato, the controversial one, Malice Mayhem, we are kicking ass. We are kicking in the doors of these federations. We absolutely don't want to work for these shit shows. We are trying to do the professional thing. I absolutely love you guys for for absolutely, you know, kicking in the door. And I'm Steph. I'm so sorry for what you've gone through. Anytime you need me, girl, I'm in Kansas City. I'm a road trip away. I will come. I will come kick in a door for you at any time. You are you are well, badass in your own right. When yep. when he popped back in and asked what was going on, and I told him I was crying, I was just trying to figure out what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! All right, guys. And that's Krabby, end thank it for you tonight. for stepping up. We appreciate that too. That's gonna so. that's gonna do it for us tonight. I'd like to thank you both again for calling in, and everybody else that's called in. Be with us tomorrow night. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Rampage Rants, and like our other page, Wrestling Authority Radio. We will be here tomorrow night and with another loaded show. Thank you, everyone. Have a great evening. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.